Welcome to the WTF Forum. The hosts do not give financial, legal, medical or any kind of advice. Opinions are their own. This broadcast contains foul language and dangerous ideas. If you need a trigger warning you are in the wrong place. Now enjoy the show. Dear partners and friends of What the fuck? Form, a very cordial welcome. The WTF Forum is a decentralized broadcast network with no governing body of any kind and is produced and distributed by a loosely affiliated, ever-growing network of rogue, independent content creators. This forum does not, will not, and shall not have any one location, feed, platform, or channel, but shall be shared and multiplied as nature dictates. If any listener of the following proceedings finds themselves offended, they will be asked kindly to go fuck themselves. All right, what the fuck's up? What the fuckers? How we doing, everybody? Man, oh man, um, I am not at home here. I'm down in Florida, and I'm having a hell of a time, technologically speaking. So uh, I hope I'm coming in loud and clear. Um, I'm on vacation, y'all. So I, you know, I only take so much responsibility here. But this here is Mike the Polymath, uh, Easy Peasy Podcast, and I will send it over to Ando. Ando. Ando's froze up. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe we'll skip Ando and go to Ashley. What's happening, Ashley? Hey, hey, how's it going, everyone? I'm happy to be here. I am Ashley slash Think Change Repeat from the Union of the Unknowns podcast. And um, here with my castmate, Stella Q. And I appreciate uh, you having me, as always. Very grateful. Rob. Hey, this is Rob from the Black Lives Podcast. And uh, yeah, that's about it. All right. Well, I'll jump in then. Uh, I am the Drizzle, host of GTW Liberty Radio, humble t-shirt merchant and meme war veteran. Uh, and I'm glad to be here. How about you, Daniel? Uh, Ballbusters is on Rumble, and that's about it. Interview a lot of people and talk about real stuff. Now that's that's ball as in B A apostrophe A L, correct? That is correct. Baal, yes. Baal. <laughs> Baal breaker. And we got Stella Q. What's happening? Hey, what's happening? I've got a broken boom arm, so I'm hand holding my mic. I feel like I'm at a gig. It's quite odd. Um, yeah, happy to be here with Ashley um, from uh, Union of the Unknowns, and um, I'm a bit of a podcast whore, so you can find me in various corners. Thanks Dirty. for having me again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you go on Drew's show, you go on uh, what, Binkley. um, Binkley's show, yeah, you're, you're all over the place, Stella. <laughs> I don't know who and I am I, or where I, I am. Well, I don't, I, you know, I still don't even know what you look like, you know? Well, that's you're, probably you're, a good thing. <laughs> you're an enigma. It's good. She's it's an good. international no, woman of mystery. Not yeah. the Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, I'm glad we made this happen. Um, I was really having a hell of a time. Me and Ando were here like 25 minutes early, and I could not find good Wi-Fi. We're in like a four-story you know, beach house, and I'm pretty sure the Wi-Fi is on the basement. It's like at the bottom. So I tried to be all the way up at the you know rooftop with a really nice view of the ocean behind me, but that just didn't work. That's pretty back. nice where you are. Oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Uh, just shitty Wi-Fi. That would have been super bitching if you would have got that. Dude, I had it all set up. Like, the you know, the sun set right behind me. Big old palm tree. Now I'm down next to the pool and I can't hear shit. Luckily, you got the big earphones. Yeah, like a lot of good. Early. I'm ready. So, Ando, we are uh, we are uh, getting a whole. Ando, we're getting a whole lot of nothing from you, man. You're you're choppy as fuck. Choppier than a Chinese restaurant. That's not just, just me, right? Feel like that. It was no, like we started the show, and or we we got there about thirty minutes late, and everything was working just fine. And then the team starts, and now we're like this. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, man. I don't know. He's going to have to come off and get back on. He's like yeah, those, yeah, yeah. Uh, molecules in anatomic gold or monoatomic gold. He's going in and out of dimensions. So that's why you're here. Yes. The there you go. Yes. Daniel, are you some kind of alchemist? No, no, I don't believe in bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ando, Ando, you I'm might, sorry, you sorry. might. You might want to bow out, and I'll let you back in because you're you're choppier than a freaking chef salad with trans dressing. Trans, yeah, yeah. Plenty of trans dressing, <laughs> just spewed over the top. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Jizzled over the top. Well, he said he was at home, right? He is at home. Yeah. All right, because I know Texas was apparently having power grid issues a couple days ago. Maybe now they're having internet issues. Who knows? We talked about that earlier today. They were basically ESGing them out of the ability to provide uh, electricity. Basically, oh, it reminds me, a, reminds me a lot of what they did in 2000 or 2001. Does anybody remember that with uh, Gray Davis when they just shut off and stop shipping coal and gas to the power companies that actually happened what happened during that storm uh snowstorm where they didn't they cut yeah. power and freeze people to death then yeah, yeah that's been just a couple of years ago that that happened uh, in texas even well just this past year remember when people mm -hmm. were going through the refrigerators uh well go, i'm sorry going through the dumpsters to get refrigerated food for free because all the stores had to throw it out But the irony there is when they got home, they didn't have a refrigerator either. <laughs> well, some of them did. And if you had a cooler, you could, you know. So here's something that I find weird is that Texas appears to be like one of the hand-selected ground zero for, um, you know, like the smart cities with Austin. And I just find that very interesting um, because it historically – there's obviously the the idea that 
don't mess with Texas, you know, and our guns and we're independent and all this stuff. And it's like, how the fuck is this state ground zero? It's purple. You know, they're like Austin running the show. Like, what the fuck? Austin is running the World Economic Forum show. So they're special. And look where Rogan is. Oh, boy. How about it? All yeah, those boy. losers moved to Austin. I'm like, no, you're dumb. Don't do it. Don't yeah. do it. Here they are. And something Monica Perez talked about years ago was the fact that um, they, that home, that Austin appears to have imported the homeless problem. They didn't have the homeless problem. Then they, you know, have meetings and stuff with people in San Francisco. And what do you know? Now they're turning it into a complete dump. It's, it's very weird. Well, yeah, the Austin is a uh, sanctuary city, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So they, they can import uh, from, you know, any other city that participates in that program. And, and create whatever uh, social distortion they need to create. Did the plates yet say, bring your garbage here? The license plate? <laughs> <laughs> Might as well. Bring us to trash. Ando, Ando, are you coming in clear? I don't know. I don't know if you are, man. I think you're, I think you're still breaking up. I just said, bring us your trash. Pixel man. You are you are fucked, bro. And we were gonna start with Ando. Ando was gonna bring us up to date with this um the death chip, and he was gonna eat one live on the air, but if it's not even worth it if we can't if we can't watch him suffer, you know. I've yeah. got one coming to me in the mail uh this week from my friend yeah. in uh, San Diego. Oh yeah, yeah. Are you so gonna eat it live? Off? Yeah, yeah, I did I did the last year's one too, and I the the hottest gummy bear, which is like the little nitro, and then uh, oh. the uh, the the what do you call it? Toasty. And I I run a hot sauce company, so eating hot so eating hot stuff is like it's part of the gig, right? So how is the you gummy bear? Test it. It's tastes good until it hits your stomach and rips it apart. Then then yeah. you're like <laughs> doubled over in pain, crying, we hoping to die. It doesn't happen. <laughs> Well, while while Ando figures his shit out, I, I figure maybe Rob should give us an update on what's going on in Albuquerque. I, I got to walk away for a second. I'm still having issues on my end, but I will be listening. So, um, Rob, why don't you fill us in on what's going on in New Mexico? You have the best radio Please. voice, though, Mike. What the hell? You're leaving now? Come on. Right. I'll be I will be <laughs> right. I'll be right back. Actually, everybody in here is really good. I mean, anyone in here could get a gig at a radio station if they still had humans as djs of course you know i was just thinking the same thing like i don't think that my voice is that great i can't stand to listen to it but i, I was thinking like every fucking body in here sounds really good really good as like a dj yeah it's a pleasure to listen to you all so when we all have did. to go back to terrestrial regular radio when the collapse happens and uh, we all got to do our version of uh pump up the noise and do rogue transmitters. And I hope you all are studying this. Oh, I'm way ahead it. of you, Rob. Way fucking ahead of you. <laughs> you got a you got a ham set up and everything? Or what? Uh no, no, but I'm I'm seeding Liberty Radio into every corner of the internet possible so that it just destroys the algorithms. Oh, that's a good start. But do you have a terrestrial radio system yet for a, like a Working transmitter on or anything? Awesome. Working on it. Awesome. Yeah, I got all my FCC stuff right behind me. Uh, took all the classes and ended up not using it. 
because right after I got through all the courses, I went to take the SATCOM endorsement because I had my clearance and they went ahead and took it away. They said, uh, you can't do that anymore. Bill Gates bought up the tiny pebbles project. And then, mm-hmm. um, they said he owns, um, indigo, was it not indigo? What's the name of that phone system that is uh, global? It's, uh, oh. you know, what I'm talking about, right? Ah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Anyways. Not, not the Elon Musk one. Starlink. Starlink. and Well, but then this one's affiliated with it. It's like, I want to say it's indigo or something like about a color Rings or a bell. something like that. Anyway. Uh, the Bill one Gates they lift off the up. rainbow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bill Gates bought up the system and pretty much said, no, uh, it's only people that go through our individual courses that will be certified from this point forward. FCC was pretty much thrown out of their own gig. So, hey, Rob, go figure. Do you, do you, do you recall back in, uh, I think it was maybe mid 2018, it was where the push was happening in uh, California, where they just decided moratorium on all new uh, ham radio ham radios, operators. Yeah, no more. And, and what happened right after that? Paradise, right? Or was it yeah. right around the same time? So now yeah. they didn't have communications during the fire. Yes, if they were ham operators. That's exactly so what I, happened. So I have a question about all that, not specifically California, but just in general. So let's say that you have the equipment, the, the knowledge, the capability. If some shit does hit the fan, would you be able to create, um, not to steal Drizzle's uh, terminology here, but your own pirate radio station? Like, is there a way to jam it through some way, somehow? They say during yeah. emergencies, you can be a ham operator without a license, but you have to then... You know, if they ever want to take you in on that, you have to try to establish what emergency is in their terminology and legalese. Mm. Oh, but well, they—but they pretty... somebody got shot down the street, so that's yeah. an emergency. <laughs> ah! Yeah, know, they're pretty good at calling emergencies. Yeah, yeah, they make Whenever up they emergencies. Feel like it. Yeah, I, I think I've got I, don't, I don't know, man. That's I mean, emergency. I uncovered I uncovered evidence of uh, a coup. Uh, back in 1963, I mean, I figure that kind of qualifies as an emergency. <laughs> Maybe when they came to take all the gold, like in 1933, right? Maybe that was kind just of all a, the government. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a bigot. I won't suck. Yeah, the what do we penis. know? <laughs> We're in 45 when Truman decided that he was going to uh, replace the Constitution with the UN Charter. Yeah, that would have been one of those times. Or 1917, when the shifts decided that they were going to fund the Bolsheviks. Oh, and train sure. them. Sure. And train them. And give them $20 yeah, million. Yeah, and train them. Or and, the Civil and, War, whenever okay. uh, the the Union attacked states that wanted to peace, peacefully leave. Or the fact oh, that yeah. the, the South had only 4.7% or 4.2% uh, of the population still owned slaves. And they were on the in the process of becoming a free you know, I guess you could call that a nation because they were actually working with Britain and other countries to be recognized as their own country. I, I think what we're getting at here is there there's never been a legitimate conflict in history <laughs> as far as we know. So typically <laughs> we're living in a perpetual state of emergency. So there you go. There's all thank you, you for the that's recap. all the agency that you need. Yes. Yes. So bottom line, um, it so let's let's start from the beginning okay michelle lujan grisham when COVID first hit 
she went ahead and exercised her right to declare an emergency and stopped all gun sales, transfers, etc. Which meant that she also closed down a handful of gun stores in hey, Albuquerque. Hey, Rob, in for people out there that don't know, where is where is she located? Michelle Lujan Grisham is about 10 minutes to the uh let's see north so new mexico west right. northeast of me yeah in okay. new mexico i'm in albuquerque and uh she just decided to do the most unconstitutional thing she could figure out to do and that was so last time she declared an emergency concerning guns and covid it got shot down but the damage was done so a lot of the gun stores could no longer sell guns for a while. You couldn't even get air guns shipped into Albuquerque. So that's when I bought my, my particular air gun and I had a hell of a time getting it in. I actually had to have it shipped to Texas and then subsequently bring it over the border like a smuggler. It was ridiculous. It's a freaking air gun. Couldn't even have that. So, that all goes away. Uh, she has her wedding officiated by Kamala Harris, uh, a member of the People's Temple, Jonestown. Anybody remember that? Uh, her and Willie Brown were right there with Jonestown. Okay. If somebody could figure out what sorority she was in, she's in a Sigma thing that's associated with all these other people that are in politics too. It's one of those Greek fraternity or and, uh, sororities. Is this all linked in with her Knights Templar roots? That's what I was going to say. The Knights Templar connection. I didn't even know about that. However, <laughs> she's a Jim Jones woman. was tied in to the CIA. That's why mm -hmm. he was allowed to operate and function at will for so long. Very, yeah, similar, cut out. very similar to the situation with Whitey Bulger, right? Mm -hmm. Allowed to proliferate, traffic children, have sex with little kids, with Joe, the whole nine yards. All that is about to finally come out. So suddenly we have the death of Bill Richardson. Bill Richardson is a key part of the Rosemont Seneca, Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, greater organized crime syndicate. Okay. Right. They also just had the sale of Zorro Ranch as well. Exactly. <laughs> All these things all wind up synchronistically, synchronistically. And so now she had made a deal with Kamala when Kamala officiated her wedding. I suspected there was something far more sinister going on than just officiating a wedding. Why do you need to go to Washington DC to get married? It doesn't make any sense. Well, that happens and my idea was that she was going to be the next president when biden steps down they're going to try and slip her in and uh, pretend that nothing happened ye old bait and switch especially because she's the one that holds all the cards and the keys to unlocking all the information about everything that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and Jim Biden did here in New Mexico. Mm -hmm. So what ends up happening? Well, right before 
9-11, she decides she's going to ban all guns. So we're going to see which, what comes next. Uh, bottom line, I think there'll be a few ceremonial arrests, maybe some SWAT teaming. Um, and then that'll be before the judge can step in and issue an injunction. Until then, we're pretty much under a police state. We might as well, yeah. I don't know, be in uh, Spain, you know, circa 1937 or something like that. Because maybe we're you about should pull to have up Gretchen. A... What's that? Maybe you should pull you... up... uh, oh, sorry. I was going to say, maybe you should pull up Gretchen Whitmer and uh, have, a, have a mock FBI uh, attack on her own life. You know, I'll bet you that happens. Watch. Because, oh, also this past week, um, she went after, she used the FBI to go after the banditos. Now, not all of them are good people. Don't get me wrong. But the handful I've met, honestly, not so bad. I'd rather have them live next door to me than any one of these masked morons who drive around in a locked and enclosed car with the windows up and a mask on. Three masks Rob. on. When you say banditos, specifically, what do you mean? Because that, that word can mean different things to different people. Banditos is a motorcycle club that was involved in a gotcha. big shootout at uh, Red River about two, maybe three weeks ago. Thank you. Um, the other question that I had for Rob is, could you give us an idea of what she is banning so one thing that i saw was that she was banning concealed or is it open carry is that specifically what it was or what was she any carry carry yeah theoretically even if it's in a locked box if it is on your person you are committing a felony 10 years Whoa. it was whoa, within a whoa, certain whoa. area too didn't New Mexico, Mexico just institute? Now. Yeah, but didn't New Mexico just institute constitutional carry? Yes. Yeah. Meaning. So it's uh, you, you, you get everything that you want, gun rights advocates, and now we're going to yank it back away from you. This is this is a psychological tactic. That's and just to police. clarify, is that right? Just to clarify, constitutional carry means that you should be able to carry your weapon with no permit whatsoever. Correct? Yeah, it means Con shall not be infringed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't need a stupid piece of paper because somebody can't see your gun for five seconds. Now I know people have actually been taken to jail over the fact that they were carrying just... open and their shirt or their jacket blew over more than fifty percent of the weapon. And the cop swooped right. in and snatched them up. Yeah. Bullshit. You know, it's, it's been bullshit up, from day one. Absolutely, Rob. Um, when everybody thought they got the big victory, when marijuana, well, I guess you could call it cannabis because marijuana is a misnomer. Uh, they, they then let everybody know that, oh, by the way, if you have one of those cards, you're not going to get a gun or a kidney if you ever need one. You're not going to be put on a list. Yeah. And you know what's funny is they finally got rid of that. Uh, there's already been a case that said that the cannabis card, which why are you getting a card for it? Again, stop getting cards for shit. Okay. Yeah, why do we need permission for every bloody thing? It's ridiculous. All permission comes from the end of a gun. That's the bottom line. And it's unfortunate. 
asking but, for permission for a right is stupid. It's psychotic. And you get the assault and or imprisonment that you deserve. It's unfortunate, but that's did how I, the world works. Did I read that the police were saying that they weren't going to enforce it? And they didn't. I went to the uh, little get together today and no police presence whatsoever. It was great. Police totally stood down. Now, that might change because Joe Biden just pushed through an executive order that basically says that illegal aliens can apply to the FBI, <laughs> to any of the three letter agencies, yeah, uh, to police departments, et cetera. And to stop it, you'll have to take it to court. That, so, that quite literally is the definition of not having your own country anymore. Correct. That's, the definition it, of an invasion. Come in. Exactly. Correct. Which was the it's, plan. You yes. know, whenever they have the uh, a lot more of uh, consistent martial law, because I think, you know, we've had pockets of it here and there. We've talked about all these trial balloons. But I think that the, the goal is to have a complete separation from a population and the um, what do you want to call them? The managerial class, the like the the boots well, on the ground. It's the biosecurity state. That was what was instituted when we came into 2020. So just like this executive order that has been issued by Governor Lujan Grisham, this has her order. If you read through the language in it, it has a uh, diddly squat to do with the safety of the public. And she even said so herself because she refers to it as a public health order. All right. So we're health of in, <laughs> That's the question. Um, the and that's the, the question that nobody is asking at the moment is we are exactly. in uncharted territory now with these policies that are being instituted and people don't seem to understand that. Uh, there's so much that's not understood. Can I please ask, talking about not understanding from a slightly ignorant non-American point i don't remember if it's in the constitution or perhaps it's the bill of rights where it says when your government basically goes rogue you have to stand up and fight basically i mean that's in you know paraphrasing obviously so, so if i can what, answer that where's Stella, that from i believe yeah. that was the declaration that was the de declaration and the bill of rights to clarify is part of our constitution it was the first 10 amendments but in the declaration of independence it says something to the effect of when a Government no longer serves the needs of the people. It is the right of the people to and the duty change the duty, that I government. Think, yeah. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah. It might it might say something about duty. And I was having a conversation with my father today. You know, I'm on family vacation. I apologize. I I just spent the last 15 minutes running around. Thank you for carrying the conversation because I have I have switched from Wi-Fi to my personal hotspot, and I think we're cool. Yep, but loud and clear, man. I was talking to my dad today about this this New Mexico thing and how a governor took it upon herself to tell the entire population of Albuquerque and the surrounding counties that they no longer had the right to defend themselves because crime has gotten so bad that law-abiding law citizens are no longer allowed to carry weapons. I mean, it's like, it's so absurd. And I said, Dad, like, I know you don't want to hear me say this, but this is the point in time 
where we are supposed to kill motherfuckers. Million percent. And that came out today during the protest. A guy said, well, we got all these guns and all this cool equipment. When the hell are we going to use it? So what is the next step? I mean, if people aren't going to take up arms, what is the next step? Is it just to file a lawsuit against her? Meanwhile, she's going to continue getting away with this? Yes, the logical next step, if we are a country, or I should say if the United States is a country uh, of the rule of law, and still under the constitution the next step is to have this woman removed from office because she has violated her oath of office that makes her illegitimate to serve that's a process that is going to have to take place in the system in order for that to happen the problem with that is it's not going to solve the problem can i ask from you this group's point of view, I guess it does vary from state to state. You have so many states. But really, like just generally, do you guys have faith in the court system? Because from where I stand, it's all infiltrated. So when people Soros talk judges, about Soros taking DAs. shit to court, criminal exactly. Why are people even system. talking about using the system? Because to me, it's like, yeah, we, you know, here we are. And it's like, <laughs> as Australians who sort of got and I, in air quotes, disarmed in 1996. Not quite the truth, but we'll just go with that. That's the general perception. And, you know, we've, we've copped a lot from people just going, oh, yeah, you fucking gave up your, your guns, you know, your pussies. And I'm just sitting here going, with my arms crossed, going, well, not seeing much happen over there. You know, like, what's, what point do people start doing something, you know? Like, First how off, bad is it going to get? The revolution will not be televised. It will not be put on social 100%. media. It will not be put on mainstream media. I've yeah. done things that maybe aren't so legal, but I've done more for the city of Albuquerque than the entire goddamn police department did in the past five, six years I've been here. So maybe maybe that's going to be the case. It's going to be little chews bit by bit that we never hear about that's going to sort of slowly, it's not going to be a great big, you know, rise up revolutionary thing. It, it kind of can't be because of the surveillance state. Yeah. We're going to have to get smarter about it. We're going to have to get uglier about it. And we're going to have to get much more subversive about it and ugly about it. Yeah. you know, This you know, is a dirty war. If you think a dirty war was bad in the 70s in Chile with Pinochet, you don't know shit. It's going to be a million well, times worse. It's them that are throwing well, the mud. I feel like it's worth maybe watching this real quick and then we can keep talking about it. Um, because in order to really understand how ballsy of a move this this woman just made, you almost have to hear her words from her. Um, I, I cannot describe this woman as anything other than a tyrant. She's an eight ball. Look at those eyes. Look at that face. Mm-hmm. Look at the expression. That's an eight ball. And I... I also want to point out the militant style dress that she's wearing. Like yeah. she looks like no fucking point. Klaus yep. Schwab's right hand bitch. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Very good point. Dark Brand- it's Dark Brandon. Remember? It's, it's I was just gonna say yeah. it was like it was like Joe Biden's uh address where he had like stormtroopers behind him with mm-hmm. the yep. red. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the same was, motif. Yeah. Same was, vibe. And was, and also 
Look at the uh, newsreader. She's also dressed in the red. See, this is another thing that events have colors. That's another story. Babylon colors. Yeah. All right. Should we go back to Babylon? She looks like she's ready to jump out of a helicopter. I don't know if you guys remember (laughs) this, but there was a speech that Angela Merkel gave right before she left office uh, a couple of years ago. That was also like the same black and red motif. And it was, I think it was addressing like the future of the EU or something. Mm. Well, the, the, so there's, the there's a theme that's running through some of this media that's being presented to us. 100%, especially with the red. This is the, the, what is it? The Scarlet Goddess? The Scarlet. The Whore uh, of Babylon. Yeah. Yeah. Scarlet Whore. Thank you. Yep. I think I think it's um and by the way, she's had so many sexual offenses that she's had to pay off. When I call her a whore, it is not slander or libel, by the way. Wow, wow. Well, it seems to me like the whole motif is meant to tell us you have no say. You have no power here. We will tell you what's going on. It, right? On on that one thing that Rob had brought up about the being subversive and being, you know, underground. After the Oklahoma City bombing, the omnibus uh, turned into the Anti-Terrorism and and Effective Death Penalty Act, and they went after all the militias. They all went underground, and Bill Cooper was talking about that. He's like, we're not not showing our colors because we know exactly what we're setting ourselves up for. Well, I mean, most of the resistance generally has to go underground, don't they? Well, you'd think it would make more sense just in the spycraft uh, aspects of it if you're outnumbered and outgunned you should at least have the element of surprise well i hope that they are not as infiltrated as what appears to have happened even all the way back in uh oklahoma city days because the um was it camp elohim or just elohim city i think is what it was called but there appears to have been even back then uh infiltration from you know probably the fbi cia maybe even Mossad. There's a a German guy who was connected with that. So I hope that the people who are underground militia, I hope that they fucking know who's who. Yeah. John, John Doe's uh, three through six were all the Elohim characters and they were all tied in with the FBI. Well, (laughs) it was just, don't worry. Wait, wait, they're not aware of that. They need to uh, catch up on their history because all of that stuff goes all the way back to COINTELPRO. This is standard operating procedure for the intelligence agencies. They've been doing it forever and they're really good at it. Are you are you telling me that the FBI might have had something to do with Oklahoma City? Randy Norfleet, (laughs) the only person who supposedly positively identified McVeigh, told me not only did he lie on the stand, Mm -hmm. but he has knowledge that the fbi ran the whole operation not only that you you can that guy cried in front of me in a middle of a freaking lunch at a chili's in dallas well you can also connect timothy mcveigh to dr lewis jolly and west which essentially connects him to the cia that's right because mcveigh was trying to get into the cia he had already done his special forces packet, if I recall. And the army said, no, no, no. What we're going to do is we'll just out-process you. We've got something else for you to do. Was he and what's funny is I came this off, close, uh, yeah. this Short close stop. to being that guy. That's the thing that freaked me out the most. Holy shit. Because he was getting out of the military at the same time I was. 
and I did exactly the same thing. I was this close. Was it uh, McVay? Can you can y'all hear me now? Is this better? Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Was yeah, yeah. McVay part of uh, part of uh, the the uh, Branch Davidian thing was part of the no. ATF during that? And he, he, he was, was there. there that day he was or one of the days he was there observing and that was part of the yeah. cover story was that he was seeking revenge for what happened uh at waco which abs it made no sense because if you have an issue with women and children being burned alive by the government then why would you blow up women and children in the morale building in oklahoma city it makes no fucking sense exactly you know uh wait he actually so visited he wasn't a part of the He was no, a part of the wasn't. ATF. He was likely CIA affiliated and backed by the FBI and or the FBI ran cover. There was a multi-agency network that was basically setting up the Oklahoma City situation. But he was supposedly a sympathizer to the to the Branch Davidians. That's what of, they Of course he was, but 70 yeah. to 80% of America was Mm-hmm. I mean, there was women and children. Sure, we would have been able to stomach if you yanked Koresh out and popped them in the skull, right? But when you went and you decided you just didn't want to wait any longer and you burned them out, those orders were heard by yeah, they, multiple people. Got him. And most of them are dead, by the way. So They could have got him on a Ando, you're cutting. Wiki, wiki, wiki. Hey, hey, Ando, Ando, I, maybe follow my lead and switch to your mobile hotspot because your yeah. Wi-Fi is not working. Okay. Great okay. suggestion. Let's let's go ahead and watch this um, this clip real quick, and let's. I I, I love where this conversation is going already, um, because I think it's all like valid and i almost think we should talk about like the um oh what's their name the uh the ranchers the bundy ranch standoff like as a part of this greater conversation but i'm gonna go ahead and play this clip and we'll see if we can get ando back in here and we'll take it from there he said she was expecting pushback but she held her ground as she announced a 30-day ban on open and concealed carry laws in bernalillo county News 13's Gabe Chavez was in Santa Fe for that news conference, and tonight has the outrage it has sparked. Jessica, the move angered many leaders, including the police union, who say they feel strongly that this is a violation of the Second Amendment rights of citizens. A city councilor worries it will make the city more dangerous. There are a lot of questions tonight, including if the order is even legal and how it will be enforced. No one right now in New Mexico, and particularly in Albuquerque, is safe in a movie theater at a park, at a school, at a grocery store, at an isotopes gang. The governor's public health order states gun violence and drug abuse statewide has caused a health emergency. It then lists orders, including stating, no person other than law enforcement officers or licensed security officers shall possess a gun openly or concealed in public in counties averaging more than 1,000 violent crimes per 100,000 people. Meaning this would only apply to Bernalillo County, which the governor also pointed out has a high number of emergency room visits for gun injuries. And she says she's had enough with children being killed. 
but I have to take a tough direct stand where basically I'm just ignoring the fact that we lost an 11 year old. The governor says she knows criminals won't listen to this order, but she hopes the public will and start reporting gun crimes. She says it will be enforced by state police as a civil offense, which she acknowledges may be tough to carry out. The purpose is to try to create a cooling off period while we figure out how we can better address public safety and gun violence. The controversial move was met with anger tonight. We need this governor uh, to ensure that in our courts, uh, to ensure that we're holding criminals accountable and not, we're not releasing them out the back door. This, this is the biggest problem that we're facing right now is uh, let's treat criminals like criminals. Uh, let's put them behind bars. Let's keep them off our streets. Albuquerque City. Okay, I think that's sufficient. Um, Rob, Rob, you live there, okay? How much good do you figure a cooling off period is going to is going to do? This is going to escalate crime. Yes. You just gave the keys to the city to every fucking piece of shit that is fucking out there under that fucking bridge or walks these fucking streets looking for somebody to fucking rob. Mm. Fuck you. We need to go hot. The the law-abiding citizen is now either defenseless or an overnight criminal, just like the ATF uh, ruling that pistol braces were now, uh, you know, a 10-year felony. I mean, they are, they are, I agree. They're handing the keys over to the criminals. And can I also point out that they're, as usual, freaking cowards hiding behind a child hiding behind children and 11 oh, that's all shot. that's all bullshit all right because as soon as this whole thing came down and i got off the air friday night i was messaging uh james evan Pilato, who lives in el rito new mexico about this whole situation and he must have sent me 10 links within the past couple of years of kids getting shot in albuquerque all right. Younger than 11, older than 11, all colors, all shapes and sizes. People are getting shot in Albuquerque every day. Kids get shot there on the regular. This is not justification. This is bullshit. And they never gave a shit. Never gave a damn yeah. shit. Why now? Why this 11-year-old? What makes this 11-year-old so special that they yeah. have to take this action now? That's what makes this... Yeah. What makes him That's special exactly what is, I'm talking about. is that he got shot right as she gets the tap on the shoulder to go to D.C. That's all this is about. And God willing, I hope she doesn't make it. I hope she doesn't make it to D.C. And I don't I care how I that know. happens. I don't care I what I you think that I just said. I hope I she doesn't make it. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It's what I was saying to my dad. They... The guillotine should have been brought out a long time ago. Helicopter flights. She looks like she's ready to get in an aircraft. Let's put her on a helicopter. That's good enough. I mean, honestly, honestly, like I I did all I could not to tell my dad, like your generation should have took care of this before I was ever born. You know what? They call them the boomers because they should have got boomed a long fucking time ago. Worthless <laughs> pieces how, of shit. How am I that, now, y'all? That's, 
You're loud, 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 loud and clear, Ando. Beautiful. Oh my god. Uh, I, I think everything was fine until Windows decided to do an update in the middle of everything. <laughs> that always does it. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> so okay, so I want to. What do you got there, Rob? Sorry, I'm not trying to cut you off. Tanner Wright. Tanner Wright. <laughs> hey, front towards the enemy, right? Front towards <laughs> the enemy. That's what my front door so, says. Yeah. I used to uh, always, so I have kind of stayed away from it uh, and got tired of that. But originally how I kind of got started in the Liberty community was I had my own page on Instagram and I made um, memes. Some good, some not good, whatever. But I followed a lot of the Boog Boy community and a lot of memes that were born out of that uh kind of movement were very hilarious and that was where like the Roomba um with your fake stuffed dog stuffed with Tannerite I always uh thought that was they one called of the it most the hilarious memes I remember that <laughs> yeah <laughs> I like the garden actually, gnomes <laughs> actually I've got a uh electric I got six electric wheelchairs and I think <laughs> They might have a disabled, transgendered, aborted fetus baby on them, packed with tannerite. And I'll just black, drive yeah, it. but Let, they'll never get shot. Yeah. If they're yes, trans, they'll never get shot. <laughs> we'll just drive it right up. <laughs> so okay, so let me ask this. Um, basically, like I'm of the opinion that, um, so like the Boog Boys, the Proud Boys. I mean, we're looking at how they're getting treated right now with the J six uh, trials, right? These these Proud Boys are getting put up for twenty years because they had the audacity to label themselves. Okay, and um, again, I, I I like this forum because it's decentralized, it's voluntary. We are not the Proud Boys. This is not a paramilitary thing we are simply um talking right we are a forum and fuck anybody that thinks we're anything else they but, can have their think tanks so we got ours mm -hmm. and i mean my point is like we see these guys getting 20 years for for just being at the capitol with with tactical vests they weren't even armed. What are you talking about, man? Tario wasn't even in DC that day and got yeah, 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 two yeah. years. Yeah. But didn't what, they he, hit was him with Rico? he was nowhere near DC, uh, allegedly. Didn't they hit him with Rico, though? Wasn't that? Was it Rico? It, it wouldn't yeah. surprise me if they did. That's what they get yeah. everybody on is Rico. Yeah, it's Because you don't bullshit. really have to prove that. Yeah. It's like 18 USC 241 conspiracy against rights. You don't have to prove that either. It doesn't have to be an overt act. Um, and most of our politicians are in violation of 18 USC 241 and 242 well, as well as many other laws. So, yeah. so again, I bring up for that matter. I, I bring up the fact, you know, I, I had this conversation with my father today. We found a time where we were, we were away from the kids and the rest of the family. We got into the real shit. And I said, what do you think about these J sixers being locked up for decades? Um, like these are your countrymen. These are your countrymen. And they, they created no victims but they're getting locked up for decades. I mean, does that not make you want to take up a rifle? That was kind of my argument, you know? I'm like, what the fuck, man? But let's yeah, also remember, it doesn't need to be a rifle. It doesn't need to be overt. I mean, there's a lot of ways to bring the system to its knees without a single shot being fired. 
Okay. The pen well, is was, mightier than the sword. I was actually wondering if maybe you had reframed the question in a different way, Mike. Um, if you might have gotten a different response, because to me, in the knowledge of history that I have and looking at the situation of what the federal government of the United States is perpetrating against its populace right now, it seems to bear very, very striking similarities to what we were told the government of the Soviet Union did to its people back in the 20th century. Like, can, can you, you, you follow what I'm, what I'm laying down here, dad? Like, do you see any similarities there at all? Right. Right. It's like, I mean, my, my pops loves Ronald Reagan right. <laughs> to the, to the death. And it's like, yeah, we exactly. are no, we are no better. We are no better at this point. You can be, you can be charged with wrong think and thrown in jail indefinitely. I mean, there were people in or disappeared. Stop- or disappeared, but there were people in solitary confinement for years because they were at J six and they, you know, whatever happened to a speedy trial. What yeah. the fuck? Well, that was one of my problems with Trump. Obviously there's a lot, but the people that are supporting him, he, he fucking left the people that agree with you to languish in solitary confinement. And you have no fucking problem with that. Why? He made no Why? effort. No effort. He wouldn't even speak on their behalf at all. I, I actually, I brought that up to my pops. I said, I might not be an anarchist today if Trump had done what he should have done. If he had pardoned Julian Assange, if he had backed up J6ers, at the very least, if he had spoken about it. I mean, come on. Like, I might actually vote for the guy, but fuck him. There's this tiny little issue with um, Operation Warp Speed too that should probably be be addressed. Or yeah, the no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, calls himself the grandfather of the vaccine or whatever the hell, godfather, <laughs> great uncle. I don't know what the hell he's calling himself. You come to it's... me asking me for a way to, to be able to make your legal product legal. <laughs> what What about him going on the? the white house front lawn and doing like uh billy may's infomercials for how to use the mask how to use the uh the oh, test kits yeah. and all the other shit yep. super cringe Fuck super cringe very 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 much he's more like the sham wow guy though i would say <laughs> more like the fat wow guy being being beating up hookers and shit <laughs> yeah well he's peed on him apparently so you know but only in russia I will point out that Monica Perez does not believe that he actually hooked up with or peed on a hooker because she said he is a skin flint and a germaphobe and she's not buying it. So that's food for thought. (laughs) Of all the things they could have come up with, right? You would think they would have done their background check and said, what he would he likely do? Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. He's going to pee on a hooker. You just run like rubbing it in our face that, this shit doesn't make any sense and they don't need to make sense. Cause look, yeah. is it just well, going to prosecute him had, for four years? They had to make him look ultra bad because they knew Hunter was coming. <laughs> I want to be yeah. super bad and ultra bad. Can I do that? I, mean, I, was, I was just yeah. going to say the, the germaphobe thing seems like something to pay attention to. Like it seems like a common thread 
amongst like tyrants and just and just shitty motherfuckers mm-hmm. in general, like being a germaphobe. I feel like I feel like Daniel's got something to say here. He was trying uh, to get in here, but oh, just I'm just say, pointing that out. Yeah, he even made the underage hookers that uh, he was being supplied wear gloves when they touched him. So, I mean, of course, he was a germaphobe. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of strange because I think that was already eliminated out of the realm of rationality that viruses don't exist and germs don't cause disease by Bayshop a long, long time ago, but whatever. Okay. So I, I mentioned it earlier, but like, I'm going to tie this in with like the Bundy ranch standoff because essentially, um, you know, I've got a lot of beef with like, no, no, no pun intended, but you know, sorry. I got a lot of beef with the FDA and the USDA and how they claim authority over our food for the sake of our, you know, health and wellness, right? And it's this germaphobe thing. It's like, it's like because we are afraid of germs, we are going to regulate and control your food supply and your medicines. And you know, I can I can draw connections here, but it's like it's this it's this threat of germs that they constantly fall back on. And even with this Albuquerque thing. Even though it's gun violence, they're calling it a public health situation. It's apparently being criminally insane is contagious. You know? We're shitting on people. Right. Yeah. Well, Well, I mean, if you spent any time in Washington, DC, you know that it kind of is. Well, Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like to some degree, culturally. Like, how convenient is it that they get to use these invisible microbes as justification but there's a man in the sky he says that you're making too much carbon dioxide stop it and all the the methane farts keep going up there and making the man in the sky really mad stop it the invisible this is all this is all made possible through a legal theory called chevron deference does anybody know what chevron deference is Nope. I've heard okay. about it, but but please please elaborate. So what Chevron deference did is it told the EPA, hey, you know, you're the experts, right? We pay for you to be the experts. Uh, so you tell us what laws to make and how to regulate this particular industry. That's how the EPA became the supreme overlord of everything in the United States is through this Chevron deference and the overreach that it creates from a legal standpoint. Is that in reference to Chevron oil, I'm guessing? Yes. Yes. And I would also say, especially as far as the germophobia, that this has been a many decades long propaganda campaign that is being run against people through public school systems, because I, um, I, I like to think back sometime uh, about the propaganda that I was exposed to. So, uh, and I talk about this sometimes, but when I was in fifth grade, they had Doogie Hauser's sidekick who was in a, a video, like a little infomercial for us. And he was in basically a Tyvek suit and he was talking to us about the hole in the ozone layer. That was they were showing that to fifth graders. So this 
like inst- insulation of fear of things like that, of, of the agenda, that groundwork has been laid forever. And um, it was like Fern Gully. Remember this huge environmental movie that was, I mean, all that kind of propaganda stuff. And then the other one, uh, the forced watching of Channel One News for years and years and years while you're through school, which was, you know, Anderson Cooper, Lisa Ling, uh, Drizzle's talked about this on his show before. CIA operation. 100%. So that's how they get people to buy into it because you have been exposed to it for as long as you're in the public school system, they show you whatever they want to show you. And people are like, oh, school didn't used to be that way. Fucking yes, it did. It's always been that way. It's always Thank been you. that way. That's yeah. always been the purpose of the government schools. Add on top of all of that, the fact that they have been putting into place legislation over the course of the last 25 years at the national level, at the state level, and at the local level that allows the mechanism of public health orders to consolidate power within the government structure whenever an emergency order is issued. This stuff is in place, folks. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's on the books. We were researching the laws in the different states in 2021 in the Grand Theft World community. It's out there. It's literally just a button that's waiting to be pushed at this point. And I, she decided ask, to push it. That's the precedent. Is there is there anything in the Constitution about emergency declarations? And I ask this not knowing the answer. I'm not trying to be cheeky. I'm just actually genuinely asking. But you know, I, I will say the context of my question is that I know, historically speaking, um, Julius Caesar took power via a declaration of emergency, right? Exactly. Yeah, and I'm not a a constitutional expert, so I don't know the answer either, but my best guess would be no. There's nothing there. There is time of war. They're supposed to declare war, then they get extraordinary powers. Which they haven't done for a very long time, right? No, they don't have to anymore. They put well, in they place a legal framework that allows them to get around that. Right. They haven't rescinded the the declaration of, of war that happened uh, with the Civil War, or the declaration of emergency that happened then. They haven't gotten rid of that. And so we're still living under that. And that's that's one of the reasons why they've gotten away with so much since then. I mean, they've, they've completely destroyed this country since then. Um, yeah. So or it so became the, a new country. The question of are we in a civil war? The answer is we have been for the last 190 years. Is that is that what I'm hearing? Effectively, yes. From a legal standpoint, yeah. Yeah, that'd be a good way to look at it. Madness. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I don't know. I Let's, mean, what 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 is there to say? What do you got for us, Ando? Uh, let me let me get ingest this since uh since I can now. <laughs> and, yeah, and yeah. then we'll we'll get on to the the more serious stuff. Um, I I'm ready to hurt myself now okay, for the listener. Us, ex- for yeah, the listener. explain yeah. what you're doing. I'm so excited. 
<laughs> okay. So right now I'm opening this box and uh, and pulling out the chip. Here it is. Um, I forgot my gloves, but I I'm gonna use this this towel that I keep in my truck and uh, just go for it. Um, yeah, I I I don't have. You can hear the audio here. Oh, there's sound. Okay, I'm kind of touching it, but the the whole idea is to not touch it though. And uh, here's the chip. Ando, Ando. Explain what it is. You said chip. What kind of chip are we talking about? We're talking about an extremely spicy tortilla chip. Um, what, what What's it called? The One Chip Challenge by Paki, P-A-Q-U-I. It's in Pakiyaki, which is a yeah, tribe I, in uh, Arizona. Now, for the listener, if you haven't heard, apparently somebody died ingesting one of these in the past week yeah you can roll that news clip i sent you uh i I touched this contributing factor a lot of things um where'd you send me the clip where'd you send the clip uh into the the forum chat they're using the covid uh, using the covid uh you know what do you call it mental gymnastics to uh try to get the the chip to be the problem as, as to why the kid died Exactly. Right. Never mind right. The, the crack scene might actually be what caused the kid to have a cardiac event. Never mind that. No, it was the capsaicin. Sure. Yeah. Well, I haven't taken a vaccine of any sort, so uh, I will. Uh, I, I'm sure I'll survive this, but we'll see. Um, oh God. Should I just go for it? Uh, let's not worry about the clip. But but yeah, uh, some kid supposedly died from it. Um, I've got he, the clip. I'm sure I mean, he died he, from something else. Okay. Yeah, roll it. Go ahead. Let's roll it. Some background music. Yep. Uh, Pocky's website now carries a clear warning at top of their page. It says that the challenge is intended for adults only. The statement says we have seen an increase in teens and other individuals not heeding these warnings. Pocky says their chip adheres to food safety standards, but they're still yanking it from shelves and offering refunds. 14-year-old died last week after partaking in the so-called one-chip challenge where you eat a chip and then don't drink any water or anything else to show how tough you are. Well, the kid ended up dying. His official cause of death still pending. And- ah! <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway, even though the official cause of death is still pending, let's let's mar the company and screw them up and, you know. Yeah, how about that? Right. Yeah. yeah, that that's so screwed up. Uh, I, I did this last year on stream and uh, and was completely fine. I, I I don't think it was the hottest thing that I've ever consumed. But we'll see about this year. Uh, y'all ready? Yeah, buddy. Let's see it. I love the I love the sound. <laughs> I hope he's not going to do the dumb dumb drink thing. Did they coat it, coat it with blue powder to make it uh, make your tongue blue again, like they did last year? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Describe what you're feeling right now, Ando. This is less than last year so far. Hmm. Sometimes the chip tastes good, though. It's early yeah. days. <laughs> oh man, I can't. Yeah, it's creeping. Here. You know, I've got these. <laughs> I got these spicy pickles at home. They're called Sucker Punch, and I figured it out why when I ate them because it took about. A minute or two, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, "Damn!" How you going there, Endo? <laughs> um, lips are burning. Um, it hasn't hit my chest yet. That's where it kind of hangs out for a little while. 
On well, a, just, a scale of one to ten, how how painful is the lip burning at this stage? Like a five. Nowhere else Doable. but the WTF forum <laughs> will you get hard, <laughs> fast journalism like this. <laughs> we are going to find out for our own damn selves. Ando, how's it tasting now? Uh, it's starting to creep into the tongue and the back of the throat. <laughs> That's what she said. So, so not the hottest thing. This is the this is as hot as like the hot sauce I like to use on things. So, what the hell do you so, use for hot sauce? It's good. <laughs> so we this is oh, actually uh, L. You could take a um, the the okay. extreme the hot, the black one, the one that's like a black color. the extreme hot though it's it's i think it's also red okay you know i think something worth talking about while we observe ando and make sure he doesn't (laughs) die um did you finish the whole uh, chip right we were i think he ate the whole damn thing right Uh, yeah Yeah. i think he did bro (laughs) Ah. it's 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 a full chip implant but you need him to test your hot sauce daniel that's gd (laughs) guinea pig right here we were talking about hot sauce and wasabi and horseradish yeah. uh, last night in Rob's chat. And I think that's worth maybe covering while we let this shit soak into Ando's tongue. The fact that <laughs> there is almost no real wasabi, right? It's all horseradish. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, what do you all think about, like, the benefits or harm of capsaicin, spice? I mean, also, also, I will, I will say, I think... It's worth talking about the uh, the fraud in food where they will give you something that that says on the label wasabi and there is no wasabi. They will sell you bluefin tuna. It is not bluefin tuna. I mean, I'll just leave it at that. Any thoughts? You usually have to look for little tiny things like trademarks and things like that because that's generally the giveaway. They've just trademarked something so they can use that and <laughs> use some sort of other... So it's ingredient. it's bluefin tuna trademark. Uh, Probably, I'm not saying it is, but yeah, that's the sort of thing that you right. can look for at least. Yeah. And as uh, JEP on Media Monarchy says, is that they steal the real and sell you the fake, and that is what the food is for sure. We were talking about all the things they add to the horseradish, the Ingelhofer. It's ridiculous. Corn syrup, uh, soybean oil. Uh, canola, uh, sodium cornstarch, I think was in there. Cornstarch, you name yeah, it. Sodium. Yeah. Um, so the bad thing oh, yeah, about let's this talk about that. is the, um, you going, Ando? is this hold on, Ando. safflower, safflower being, or, uh, no, it's sunflower, but still it's a seed oil. Um, and mm-hmm. no, it is safflower, safflower and sunflower. It's the only bad ingredient in this. I thought that there was blue dye, but I guess maybe there isn't. How's your mouth feel, bro? Uh, mouth is burning, but my my chest isn't burning like last year. My chest burned really bad, so I think I'll be Are just fine. Dead? Are you dead yet? No, I'm I'm just fine. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm thinking about that meme from Reno Nine One One where the guy saying, "I somebody murdered me," you know. Yeah. That was the roller skate chick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was murdered. All she did was fall. Yeah, it's worth um, 
It's worth talking about that sodium, whatever it was that was yeah, in the chat last. Yeah, can we talk about that a little bit? Citric acid breaks it down. You have citric acid in your body. It creates it just, and uh, vitamin C also breaks it down to an extent, but uh, citric acid is a little bit more powerful. And a lot of the stuff that they add it to has citric acid as one of the ingredients. So you're already, it's not sodium benzoate by the time you even consume it. It's going to, and I'm talking about like soft drinks too. You're drinking benzene, which is, you know, all the blood cancers, including leukemia. That's uh, associated yes. with benzene. Benzoate. Benzene, sorry. Yes, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is very much um, associated with benzenes. I had a friend who passed from that. Yeah, so. So I was talking about um, Fireball, the cinnamon vodka mm -hmm. or whiskey or whatever it is, um, last night with my family. And uh, we actually ended up doing a little bit of, like, Googling about it because I'm like, I'm pretty sure that shit has uh, has antifreeze in it. And at the very least, the cinnamon flavor is not real cinnamon. I don't know what the hell it is, but it's not cinnamon. And uh, we did a little digging. There's this shit. Uh, maybe Rob can illuminate us or anybody else that knows. But there's something called, uh, I think it's propylene glycol. Mm -hmm. And and my my brother-in-law, who's a doctor, he basically said, According to his knowledge, propylene glycol is a byproduct of the the creation of alcohol to begin with. Um, but I I don't know. What do you know about? I mean, is that it's it is an ingredient in industrial antifreeze? Yes. Well, but then that's it's also an ingredient in uh, in vape vape yeah. juice. Vape juice. Yeah. It's an ingredient in vape. Yep. Yep. So uh, I I do my best to get the minimum amount of that because it, it's not very good for you. It's about one molecule off of plastic. But yes. don't worry. Don't worry. So, the, uh, FDA, the FDA and the USDA have deemed it safe in small quantities. And I don't know what small quantities exactly are. but Probably like not six to 700 times a day through a vaporizing device. But <laughs> I still do it anyway. <laughs> Bring on the goy slop. In the lungs. <laughs> you know, so propylene glycol, they actually have food grade propylene glycol. Okay. And they use it for various mixtures, foods. It is generally recognized as safe. So here's the thing. So you've got propylene glycol. Do not get it mixed up with polypropylene glycol. Because that will shut your kidneys down. So, uh, it, it also is used in the dairy industry uh, to, uh, to curb the effects of ketosis. So, something to think about. Right. So, if you're on keto, don't do what I do. Because that doesn't really help you very much, does it? If it cuts you off of keto. Well, you're not eating it, are you? Or drinking doesn't matter it. if it's in me it's gonna it's gonna halter the ketosis effect to some degree yeah cellularly it's it's coming in pretty darn it's absorbing quite well <laughs> so i guess my point is um hmm, i guess whatever propylene glycol aside from the point i know a distillery that makes a very similar product to fireball and there's nothing in it but you know, sugar, water, uh, yeast, 
and real like cinnamon flavor. You know what I mean? And like shop around a little bit, you know, so we've, we've kind of been taught, we talked about Inglehoffers, right? I fucking love their spicy mustard, but I'm sure it's got some shit in it. I don't want to eat. Maybe, you know, maybe I should talk to Daniel about making me some spicy mustard because he's got a hot sauce company, you know, like, or there might be a, a company out there already. I don't know, but like we should start fucking shopping around or making, making, or making. our own, which is what I started to do with the, uh, raw horseradish, etc. I make my own mix. I'm sure that's delicious too. It's freaking horseradish. Oh, it's, amazing. It's, awesome. <laughs> it's directly grated right there. Oh, so plug I just your, wanted plug, to, plug to your bring sauce up a point. real quick. I just want yeah, to hear about I, your, yeah. Okay. But yeah. <laughs> give me just one second because I want to hear Go about ahead. it too. But this reminded me of, um, I was just listening to one of Owen Benjamin's episodes and he made a really good point. Um, and one of the reasons that although Owen Benjamin really annoys me in a lot of ways, um, he ultimately a lot of time has a positive message and it kind of reminds me of Richard Grove because they both feel like you can build in this environment, even though it feels like, um, oh, you totally can. Oh, right. Yeah. So I really like the positive message because I spent a long time being blackpilled. And then I got to the point where I was fucking done with being blackpilled, you know, like I still want to know what's going on, keep an eye on, you know, the goal of the predator class, but I don't want to have the defeatist attitude because that that's what they want. Anyway. So this mm -hmm. conversation reminds me of that, of people knowing and connecting each other and having these really cool skills and recipes and too bad. Stella's not here because she could be in on the trade with these bombs and salves that she makes. But um, he gave a story Owen did about this guy who had a vineyard and he was going to lose it because he had a contract with a winery and it, it fell through. But the people, the bears in that community just started buying from this guy. Right. So it, it is out there. The availability of real food, people who know what they're doing, it's there. Um, and that's what that reminded me of. <laughs> uh, so I, yes. know, I actually sent some of my hot sauce to one once back when I still liked them. Oh, Sweet. Cool. Yeah. I'll be interested to hear what, uh, what made you get over them at some point, but I do want to get back to Mike's question about your um, sauces. All right. Well, I make 35 different varieties of hot sauce. Kind of started back in 2014 doing farmer's markets and uh, we were offered a store. So like for the last seven years, I had done that over in Old Town, San Diego with my, the majority of the stuff was my sauces because what the hell? I made 35 of them. I might as well sell mine. Right. And um, I had some other people's stuff in there at first. But then after COVID, I didn't want to buy a bunch of stuff because I didn't know if they were going to shut us down again. So I didn't want to get stuck with a bunch of crap I couldn't sell on my website because the margins wouldn't be there and would be pointless, right? So anyway, um, yeah, June 30th of 2022, I handed the keys over to the new tenant because we were freaking, what do you call it? The tourism had been destroyed ever since COVID and it never really came back, you know, grossing about 280k which was a lot of overhead to like barely getting it so that i was paying the bills it was an awful lot of work just to just to hit black you know so that kind of sucked because i was hoping to get it off to my daughter when when it was her turn you know to take on something she'd at least have that but uh you know that doesn't mean i can't open a store somewhere else the only downside of that is it was like in the perfect place there was a trolley station right there the airport was like you could trip over and fall into it 
that was the place in San Diego to have a hot sauce store because tourism, fresh new people all the time. That's how just a hot sauce store works. I've seen every one of them in a mall fail miserably. And nobody goes to malls, first of all, in the first place, because you have to walk through a door and that's a lot of work. And you have to look around and walk, for Christ's sake. That's, that's, not, that's not the culture anymore. You know, you can press buttons now. Uh, so it, it's <laughs> still on the internet. It's still on the website, Semper, S-E-M-P-E-R-F-R-Y llc.com and when i tell you i make the the best hot sauce on the planet that's because a lot of people say that too and it's different it's just different um i don't understand when people say i don't like vinegar taste i'm like that's what hot sauce is because you have the majority <laughs> yeah, yeah but it's yeah. like yeah but like again you know mexican style salsa traditionally was was cut and served so when they went to bottle it they use a lot of chemicals because they have to somehow preserve that i don't do that you know Vinegar, salt, boom, done. And I checked to make sure the salt doesn't also have dextrose in it. Because a lot of the ground salt has dextrose and all kinds of other stuff in it. Silica. I think I did I show you guys the article on silica? Yeah. Yeah, Crazy, we don't right? know that. Well, we yeah. were talking about it, and that's a good that's a good point. Uh I wish Stella was here because I've often heard the benefits of uh, oh, diet di oh shit, Stella, you are here. What the fuck? <laughs> Stop talking about her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not this quiet usually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, the benefits of diatomaceous earth. Tell us about it. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I'm not an expert, but all I know is that I've been taking it for a couple of years, and it's uh, I think it's great. And I've also um, recommended it to a couple of people who have said that it's really helped them with their gut. So, you know, I'm, I'm not giving medical advice here, but I'm just saying from my own experience. Um, and it's not something you, you – you do have to have a break every now and then. But yeah, so my I, dad used to, I was going. I well, I was just going to say I use it on gardens to to yeah. kill mm -hmm. yeah kill pests. I do too. And yeah. um, and it's people give it to livestock to kill parasites. So the purpose of taking it is it's anti-parasitic, right? Yes, I mean, it is. It has you know. uh, a number of uses, but that's how it works. It gets into the little um, the joints of the little beasties, <laughs> like whether they're parasites in your gut, or or you can use it to. <clears throat> Sorry, you can use it um, like anti-flea treatment, etc. On um, you've just got to be careful not to breathe it into your lungs, basically. But um, yeah, it's really good to, or if you've got a flea problem or bed bugs, um, things like that. Throw out so, the dead bed though first. Start there. You can, you can. I <laughs> sorry, every, I said throw out the goddamn bed though first. Start there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> every time I knew I move into a place, I go around the perimeter, and before I put any of my stuff in. I sprinkle diatomaceous earth around the perimeter of the baseboards and, Great um, idea. but it's very silica heavy. So Daniel's well, talking pure about silica. it's, it's silica. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess there's, there are degrees whether or not silica is um, edible, right? I don't know. I mean, what's the problem don't, with it? Don't eat the little packets that say do not eat. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh no. That's, I think there seems Those to be, see, this is another level above my knowledge, but from what I understand, there's some different kinds of silica. Is that right, um, Rob or Daniel? Yeah. It depends on the structure. There's a lot of different uh, chemi chemistry behind it. So, so it's like 60 could just be hardwood uh, charcoal, but it can also be very close to graphene. So, yeah, be careful with that. Mm. Uh, I did a bike tour one time and, uh, and it was back in the days whenever I rolled cigarettes and, uh, and I got sand in my cigarettes, 
like in my tobacco, rolling tobacco, and uh, and I was smoking it anyway. <laughs> and um, and I looked it up because I was getting this really bad chest congestion, and uh, and there's this thing called silicosis whenever you're like burning sand and getting it into your lungs. Yeah, you so, shouldn't get it into your yeah. lungs at all. Yeah, it's a bad idea. Uh, trust me. <laughs> a lot of people who work with concrete have these problems. That's why they have a lot of lung issues. Mm. Also, people who work in the uh, refinishing industry, like sandblasting, mm -hmm. etc., mm -hmm. uh, there is a problem with silicosis. Uh, mm. Interesting fact. What ethnicity has an immunity to silicosis? Anybody know? Eskimos. Arabs? Yes. Oh. That's hmm. where, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They're silicosis resistant, if you can believe that. Which one, Arabs or, or, or uh, Eskimos? Uh, Arabs. Well, that makes sense, oh, okay. doesn't it? I mean, they could be Arabs. It makes sense, though, doesn't it? Because generationally, they've lived in the desert, which is basically yeah. full of silica, isn't it? So I guess that's an well, evolution. That's within. that. Yeah, that's exactly how evolution is supposed to function. Hmm. So it makes but sense. It was widely held before that no one had any resistance to it. So. And also, apparently, the deserts weren't actually full-on deserts for well, their right. whole lives. So the hair used to be green. Yeah. Oh, uh, so for as far as if there's a, I know I know diatomaceous earth is used in pool filters too. My dad used to put it in his uh, M-drum pool filter. Yes, uh, that's but, not food grade though. You, there's oh, two no, different right. grades. Cheaper, right? It's, yep. it's, whenever you make something food grade, it just means it costs more. Because there's less. Uh, Actually, it is. <laughs> I believe there is quite a difference. I'm not sure, but yeah, you don't want to ingest the pool filter type one. Um, you have to get. Yeah, I, I, I'm using it for the garden, and I've eaten it before too. But um, zeolite, volcanic ash, I think might be a another way to go with that, and also distilled pine gum resin if you're concerned about heavy metal toxins and parasites. That's a, that's a that's one that has like hundreds upon hundreds of years of. Uh, tried and true results is the distilled pine gum resin and then also boron boron is good for that too good for uh getting rid of heavy metals and uh good for male health too yeah as far as the use of uh food grade borax as a um anti-parasitic food grade just means that it, it's it's uh packaged in a place that has less contaminants around am i yeah. wrong on that it's been no, treated. Yeah. Much, yeah. See, bor in an uh, borax way. can have uh, arsenic in it. So it has to have below a certain amount to be considered food grade. And they say bora boron is only 12% of what borax is. I'm not sure if that is an accurate statement, but boron is all boron because it's boron. Yay. <laughs> True. What is boron? It's a, I don't it's know, a boring moron. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's an element. <laughs> Come on, guys. Uh, I'm just trying to think, like, diatomaceous earth is like fossilized little microby things that they mine. So yeah. I'm just wondering where boron comes from, whether it's so ground or something. Borax comes from uh, sodium borate or sodium tetraborate or disodium tetraborate. And uh, it's, it's a combination of boron, sodium, and oxygen. And uh, it's found in uh, various areas in the United States, 
I don't know if there's any other place it's found. Mostly the the reason why um, Death Valley ever became a town in the godforsaken place was because there was borax mines there. And yeah. I think it was 34 that they decided to finally, after like 50 years, they're like, yeah, we're done here. There's easier places to get this shit. <laughs> well, I think they had gotten all the surface material mined out. So they were going to have to start digging. Uh, yep. Gotcha. So the profits go down. Yep. Yeah. So let's talk about it. silica a little bit more. You yeah. want to do that? Okay. Yes. So let's check this out. <clears throat> so uh, in the aggregate, the immunological consequences of silica exposure lead to autoimmunity are consistent with a disease progression that begins with activation of the innate immune system, resulting in pro-inflammatory cytokine production, inflammation of the lung, leading to activation of adaptive immunity. There you go. So let's go to another one. Is silicosis worse than asbestos or asbestosis, as it were? We absolutely need a ban. This is so much worse than asbestos. We estimate that one in four people who work with these products over some time will develop silicosis. We shouldn't have that for this deadly, horrible disease. So they're talking about a silica ban. Okay. That's yeah, can I ask recently. Please, the sources of and the dates of these articles, please. Let's see. The first one is the like NIH. what I'm trying to establish is is it very recent? Because are they trying to demonize something that's very simple and effective? The first oh, one, no, is, well, no, no, hold on a second. They're talking about raw silica, not you know, silica you're talking about, which would be diatomaceous earth or that's mostly uh, like zeolite, etc. Or like uh, not make cartilage, right? They were talking more when they're talking about. Well, hang on, what's the difference? What's the difference between raw silica and diatomaceous earth? Well, as far as I know, number one, uh, I think diatomaceous earth is not just <laughs> silica. So, uh, I it says here. think Let's it is. It uh, anyway, um, I'm not going to argue with Rob. <laughs> oh no, no, that's fine. Um, it's it's the type. So there's crystalline, there's amorphous, so something to think about. Oh, else too, it's uh, okay. it's actually silica silicon dioxide. It looks like amorphous silicon so, dioxide. Uh, yeah, the bond, most diatomaceous the bond, earth yeah. is made of amorphous silicon dioxide, which is not raw silica. So, okay. Oh, and Rob, um, I just sent you another article on silicon in the private chat. Okay. That one, that one, the first two paragraphs, I think, or maybe the the second and third paragraph are worth a read. Yeah. So, sorry, can we just get this established? Is Are you saying that diatomaceous earth is processed? Like it's not what comes straight out of the earth? Is that what we're saying here? No, no. What I'm saying is the, okay. com the, the composition of it, even from the earth directly, right. is not just simply silica. Okay. It's silicon dioxide, and it's it has a different makeup. So it's amorphous silicon dioxide. So, right. Thank and you. It says here amorphous diatomaceous earth has not been associated with any cancers. So, right. Okay. Thank you. For we're that. talking like sand, right? That's the type yeah. of silica that is dangerous. Uh huh. So, especially white sand can be very dangerous. <laughs> so. Like what we have uh, is here. Is that a joke? No, <laughs> I'm not sure if true. that was a joke or not. No, okay, no, so. we have we have white sands here, which 
still sounded racist. We, I thought it's it was really a racist, racist thing. It is. So, <laughs> that damn white sand keeps beating up on the brown sand and, you know, <laughs> taking its opportunity and its birthright. It's horrible. Volcanic it's had sand. a lot that more is, opportunity. Especially that volcanic sand. You don't want that in your neighborhood. Whoa. There it goes. Well, beach that. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Somebody call the police. We got black sand here. <laughs> Anyways. So yeah. I, I, I hope you can hear me. Uh, apolo- yes. Apologies for my absence. My phone died. That's fine. We're having fun oh, without man. you. Go away. Good. Good. Okay. <laughs> All right. See you guys. <laughs> well, I appreciate you um, clarifying that, Rob. That's, that's good to know. No problem. <laughs> so it looks like silica, especially, you know, when it progresses to silicosis, is very dangerous. So, and DE is know. not. <laughs> no, no. Thank Brush God. your teeth with it. It's good. I w- I'm sure you wouldn't want to breathe it. I'm sure, eventually, if you breathed enough of it, maybe, you know. Oh, you definitely not meant. It says it like don't breathe it, which is quite hard when you're trying to powder a pet. But um, you just got to treat it very carefully. Um, but it's really good to make your own toothpaste and stuff as well. There you go. It's got yeah. so many uses. Well, and even zeolite is like that. A lot of people put yeah. it in their toothpaste. So. Add that to some uh, baking soda, rock and roll. And baking so it says, soda. Uh, yep. yeah. And a couple yeah, of drops of peppermint oil. Nice. Yeah. In this one, it says uh, silica can facilitate oxidation of cell-protecting antioxidant thiol molecules by converting them into disulfides. Although the study did not blah, blah, blah. Let's get into what thiol is. Thiol-containing compounds, such as that wonderful wonderful thing called glutathione, are biologically important as antioxidants. If the depletion of thiols by silica occurs in the human body, it could lead to toxicity, diseases, and aging, explains Yang Ji Li. And that's uh, and it goes into different stuff after that, but they're just kind of basically telling what the USDA, U.S. Food and Drug Administration laws as far as percentages and stuff like that. And blah 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 after that but really it's just about the oxidative stress it puts on your body and how that jacks up your your energy levels as well because whenever you talk about oxidative stress you're talking about the mitochondria and that's where atp energy is produced and the reduction of glutathione and atp in the neurological system can cause uh various health effects i think it even said something about uh potentiating uh spasms and um seizures so mm-hmm. pretty crazy to think just silica can do that. And they put it in all kinds of food products, yeah. especially a lot of uh, supplements, etc. And it's like, oh, what are we uh, doing here? If you eat Taco Bell, you're getting a healthy dose of silica. That's admitted by Taco Bell. Really? Yes. This was wow. 2018, 2019. Yeah. Did, did you it's say like that 40%. they said a, a healthy dose? Yeah. Their ground beef is like 40% silica. Oh. Safe and effective. That must facilitate the, the, the cooking process and keep it from clumping. Because oh. they have it, it's freeze dried. So they mix water with it. And I'd bet it would change the consistency, consistency if it didn't have the silica in it. I broke that down the other night and I went to Taco Bell and I just gorged. It was not it was not okay. 
it wasn't okay and i didn't feel good afterwards you know don't go to, don't go to this 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 is medical advice don't go to taco bell okay <laughs> wow i know what you mean it's like the less crap that you eat when you go and eat it you just feel much worse than you ever would have <laughs> i have something for you so here's another study nicotinamide mononucleotide ameliorates silica induced lung injury through the nrf2 regulated glutathione metabolism pathway in mice badass how about that one nicotine is awesome in so many ways we did yes. talk about this with yes. so, artists an awful lot yeah again don't smoke sand <laughs> no no smoke sand yeah <laughs> or make sure you have extra nicotine to offset it and glutathione so what are you rolling drum were you rolling that sticky drum to uh, Turkish tobacco stuff? That's what I used to uh, roll in college. Oh man, no, this was bugler, dude. I was on a bike oh. tour. I, I, I didn't <laughs> travel with very much money. I, I'd start off the trip with a couple hundred bucks and, uh, and run out somewhere down the road. Um, yeah, yeah, it was, it was bugler. It was bad. I used to smoke drum. Yeah. Sticky brown fingers. It used to it <laughs> used to taste it used to taste good. Uh and then I bought a pouch. Maybe it was just an old pouch, but I'm like, this shit is not as good as I remember. I think they started oh. chemically treating it at one point yeah. because I smoked they- it for a long, long time too. And then like you said, Mike, it changed and I had to go yeah. and, and hunt down uh some alternatives. I like I like um anything what is it? Peter Stokeby. Uh, Turkish blend or Turkish ro- uh what is it? Fucking Amsterdam swag. They got all kinds. Oh yeah, yeah. Sokabees yeah. were good, but uh, yeah, all this stuff uh, changed whenever the tax class Jake thing came in, and uh, and so it it was not getting taxed like cigarettes, and then the Obama men made it taxed like cigarettes, and then uh, rolling tobacco costs a lot more now still. Um, and so they sell pipe tobacco as rolling tobacco sometimes in order to get around that tax. Yeah. But yeah, a good old fashioned, uh, spirits in the pouch is really nice too. Uh, or the tin, the tin is great, but that, that's what I was using the bugler tin. And that's why whenever the sand got in there, I, I wasn't going to give it up. I'm a smoker. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, that, I mean the price the price of it here in Australia um I just I got embarrassed by passing over that much money for a pouch of freaking tobacco, you know. I was sort of it got to the point where I was hoping no one was around listening to the to the woman say that's 100 bucks. It's like, "Oh fuck." It's just, I couldn't I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah, 100 bucks. And that's just for a from pouch. taxes or what? I think I don't know how much the tax um percentage is, but I know on alcohol it's around about 50%, so I would assume it's probably the same. What? Jesus, I thought the I thought the Mormons were bad. You Australians, man. No, we're much worse, man. man Mormons ain't got nothing on us. Vodka cheap. That way you can drown your sorrows every night. You think so? There you go. <laughs> does that so Stella, people still that... do? It's just that government makes a nice little profit out of it. Damn. Well, Stella, I was gonna ask you, does that mean a lot of people try to do their own homebrew and stuff like that? Well, yes. I I, I think there's probably a lot more of that that goes on than one would think. Um, I just recently, I have had this discussion, but just very briefly, I just recently was looking into a still, um, mainly for essential oils, really, let's just say. 
Um, so I rang a, a local place and the dude there, like I, he, he, they've got a bunch of things, so, you know, quite legal shops operating. And I said to the guy, this is illegal, isn't it? Because this was an alcohol distillery place. And I said to the guy, how do you get around the laws? And he said, a lot of my customers are the cops. <laughs> so, oh. you know, it does go on. Um, there's also people who in different areas of the country grow their own tobacco, which is very heavily penalised. So there's that. It's a medicine. <laughs> yeah, and it's nice, yeah, nice organic. It's also yep. beautiful. New Zealand has quite a large tobacco industry. But, um, yeah, I don't know what they – they definitely treat it with lots of chemicals, that's for sure. <laughs> well, there's a there's a woodland uh, tobacco that grows – with a little bit of care, uh, not much, but it's got so much nicotine you shouldn't even smoke it. It's ridiculous. Like, we ha yeah, we have a native uh, tobacco here too, which I think yeah. there's something like that. It's, but maybe it's been demonized. <laughs> so nightshades, cut night it with something. Well, you could, yeah. you you could. Um, they were using but, forty percent therapeutic doses for certain people with the nicotine, so it could have still medicinal properties even if you shouldn't smoke it. Smoke yeah, daily all the time. Well, uh, night nightshades in general are kind of um, controversial, right? Yeah. It's like whether or not we should eat potatoes, tomatoes, eggplants, peppers, uh, mm -hmm. and then you know we have tobacco. peppers are freaking amazing for you. There's a shit ton See, of hopefully vitamin C, magnesium. Right. What was that, Daniel? Copper, the copper that you, the the mineral copper that you need, not the copper uh, whatever it is. Metallic copper versus organic. Yeah. Yeah. Peppers, peppers. They, so peppers, but they right. demonize copper as a supplement because the actual metallic copper is poison. It turns green yeah. for Christ. But that's not the stuff. We're talking about the blue mineral that is something that your body needs for the mitochondria and for your brain to function properly. So when you mess with that and you mess with the cholesterol with statin drugs, oh my God, there's Alzheimer's and dementia. What do you know? And just as yeah, many I think. The demonization of uh, nightshades is is just some hippie BS. They'll they'll do that while while at the same time advocating for like tofu or or right. seed oils or just something nasty like that. And uh, and yeah, the the thing is, you do need to pay attention to what your food is. But uh, but I don't I don't think nightshades are bad. Or else we you know we're the some of the few critters that can eat peppers. And that's, you know, that's because of the high vitamin C content and, uh, yeah. and yeah. And then you also get a little bit of a buzz out of it and that's where I'm at right now. This was the <laughs> easiest one chip challenge I've done out of the two last year and this year. And I, I will say that there's absolutely no way the chip took out that boy that it was not the chip. It was something else. Yeah, maybe he got four shots, and uh, you know he was already myocarditis up to the roof, and it was just the endorphin rush that caused him to have his problems. That's wrong. Or think. Broke apart a clot. Straight. I wonder straight if he maybe jail. already had microclots, and it loosened yeah. them all up at the same time, and he dropped his blood pressure down to nothing. Who knows? Good point. And because also, if I recall, um, a lot caps capsicum can break up clots. If I recall, it can stop a heart attack in progress. Yeah, really? Oh, yes, really? yes. Yeah, uh, sure. cayenne pepper is the best for that, actually. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot more There's a lot more capsaicin in cayenne pepper than people think because of the spice level, because there's 
bonded and unbonded. So there's there's inactive. That's why when you do like um, an extract, which is unholy and unnatural, but when you do an extract, <laughs> it's a lot spicier than the actual pepper because you're you're breaking open those things and you're freeing them so that all of it is active. So yeah, what um, if, I don't know. Uh, uh, one of the blood clots broke loose and hit his brain or something or hit some critical area in his heart. Well, it was yeah. really, it was suspicious how they're like, the official cause of death is undetermined, right? Yeah, and COVID. also there's, um, you know, there's a lot of preservatives and things in those stuff. Maybe he was allergic to something. But a lot of these things as well are about the combinations. So, for instance, you know, we we're talking about the nightshades. Now, if I have too much of some, like, for instance, tomatoes, I do start to feel it in my wrists. Like, I can feel the inflammation. But I'm starting to think maybe there's something that I could eat with it or something that I am eating with it that it's sort of creating a reaction as well. So my uh, point being, you've almost got to be a chemist to be able to figure out, you know, what's good and what's not. It might not be that thing. And it's obviously not going to be for everybody either. Yeah, I, that's a great point. And I was going to say that I feel like with nightshades, there may be some legitimacy to that. But I think that it's probably very dependent on that individual person, whether or not they start having an inflammatory response to that food. And I really like... Um, the idea that what Stella said about pairing together that may somehow some way balance out the inflammatory effects that it has on you and maybe just like eating it sparingly. But I, I do think there may be something to that. And one other quick thing that I wanted to say about the, uh, protection that nicotine provides, there was actually a way less instance or link between smokers and COVID deaths as much as we know that that was made up, right. but so there was some evidence there that it was active, actually protective. And so then mm -hmm. I started looking at it and there was back in the day during like black plague times, farmers would sleep on tobacco in their tobacco farms. Um, and of course they smoked it as well for its health benefits. And then I started thinking, I was like, you know what? It, that's probably why they, they had the war on smoking is because there's probably some fucking health benefits to it. But this yes. is not. But this is not medical advice. <laughs> <laughs> I would really like to know. Uh, you know, remember the plague doctors? How they um, with their masks? I mean, the reason they had those long beak bill type things was because they were packed full of herbs to supposedly protect them from disease, etc. The smell of death as well. Yeah, as well. But I think <laughs> yeah, it was sort of like a mask, really, um, to filter out. And um, I'd love to know how much tobacco might have been packed in there as along with all the other herbs. Never seen an actual breakdown. I know there was just tobacco a lot of herbs. That's smart. Or nicotine, I should say. That that uh, counteracts venom. Yeah, nicotine, and sorry. if we get into the Dr. Artist stuff, or if you have already, uh, you'll start to understand why they started going after smoking and want to eliminate it because of nicotine being uh, a counter to what they're trying to poison us with. Well, yeah, yeah same reason the, they went after the ivermectin. Well, the way that I understood that the mechanism worked inside the body is that uh, for the alleged virus and the uh, spike protein, uh, it attaches to or it wants to attach to the same ACE2 receptor that the nicotine molecule attaches to. So if the nicotine molecule is already attached, the, the spike protein can't. Yeah, it, it basically blocks it. And I had also heard something about it. And that probably providing... just got kicked us off YouTube, but sorry. <laughs> um, I 
heard something about it maybe changing the ph of the body so maybe making the body a little bit more basic which made it less likely to be affected by the virus i mean who really knows but i think it's it's worth thinking about so based well there's a guy in our uh discord (laughs) and and on the podcast justin ando knows him um but he wanted to get sick this whole time because especially whenever (laughs) you had you know all this paid time off and like oh so over the top so he he was like i'm trying to get covid and i can't get it and i I always would joke with him i was like it's because of your health you know because he smokes cigarettes and he drinks monster (laughs) and lives on ice cream (laughs) probably the the unhealthiest one in the whole bunch (laughs) (laughs) and they they take away our medicine and sell us their cures i do have to say that i've been reading some stuff about ice cream lately that has been totally demonized i mean it's a whole different thing but it it really goes away from the low carb no sugar all that stuff the guy ray pete p-e-a-t we can talk about that later but i'm not sure that ice cream is actually bad for you now (laughs) they'll demonize it because it's an animal product yeah yeah mostly i'll say that um i was i was i was passing joints around with cigarette smokers pretty early in the pandemic saying fuck it and um i i kept telling myself i'm like if nothing else, the, the the passing of the joint between five or ten people is going to give me more immunity to everything than anything else. And, and I feet. like my and I like my weed and I like my tobacco and I've always kind of trusted my gut. It's like I said in the chat last night, I'm like, I've always thought spicy food was good for me at like a gut level. And so you should trust your gut because that's that's an art that we have has been. Uh... This is Rob Brisky. Uh oh, sorry. About <laughs> <that>. <laughs> <laughs> I hit the thought... wrong button. I got too many yeah. buttons. Buttons, man. Too buttons. Many... <laughs> Don't put him in charge. Where um... are all these blinky buttons, too? <laughs> Keep that briefcase away from Rob. Um, yeah, that's an intuition about food is something that has been very much. Mm, weeded out of us i suppose or whatever you want to insert word she said um, weeded out <laughs> but uh, I've, I've been trying to get back into that myself is um listening to exactly that intuition of like something came into my head i probably need that so i'm going to go and source that right now if Would you, you really want agree, to do the mathematical count on neurons, I think you have more in your gut than you do in your brain so literally it is your second yeah. brain I was, I was just about to make it. that point daniel yeah. That's you, what they've been no, saying lately, yeah, and that um, depression and, and gut and brain connection is mm-hmm. very much bigger than what they ever thought, and now they're second-questioning the um, de- antidepressants. Yes, and I will chime in on that, that I now wonder, because we know that there's a, a huge association with the mRNA injections, that they, especially some of them, totally wiped out people's gut biome, which is so intimately connected to your mental health, your immunity, all of that stuff. And there's somebody out there, I don't know her name right off the top of my head, but who studied this and said it wiped out their gut biome. So then I started thinking about that and extrapolating to other vaccines that they probably all do that. And so that's something that we've probably all been battling. Um, all pharmaceuticals I, I would not. 
pills too. Yes. Yeah, look at antibiotics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that goes with, you know, the predator class agenda to have lifelong pharma customers because Absolutely. of what they give you wipes out your gut biome and it can create a depression epidemic or, um, you know, no immunity, autoimmune, all that stuff. Sorry. And, that, and that depression epidemic is, is basically because it sets up the environment for bad bacteria to take its place. It's wiped out Absolutely. all the ones that were regulating. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's that's what it's doing. It's wiping the slate clean. It's it's a war model, and we're well, that's, that's, that's how their whole business model is set up. It, it's a great business reset. model is to treat the symptoms, not to cure the cause. Yes, exactly. Sick care. And they're stabbing the care model. They're stabbing babies from the moment they hit the air, or even now, actually right in vitro, bat. really. So yeah. um, you know, we think about the the few days of colostrum. That probably has a lot to do with setting up the gut bio. From the yep. from the very beginning, um, and you know whatever they're stabbing the babies with, probably counteracts and, that or something. You know, it'd be interesting to look into all that. Yeah, and never mind the fact that they are telling women uh, to get all kinds of vaccines, not yes. only pregnant the mRNA women. injection. Yes, pregnant mothers. Um, you know, yes. and they heavily encourage them to get the flu shot. So you're Helton, and the and the COVID bloody thing. Yes. Health and Human Services has been pushing it harder than anybody, and that's the, that's so messed up. If you ask me, that that it's they're, pure they were like, evil. Diabolical. Yeah, they there was no science to no. No, there was no no proper studies done, and there, I think there was yeah. a few pregnant women, but and they had shocking outcomes. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is that we they had firsthand experience when they rolled that out. They knew that. I mean, it was some insane percent of the pregnant people in the studies that didn't finish the study, and they didn't give the reason for that. But we fucking know. Two of the people in Pfizer, uh, two doctors who said, you know, this is actually going after the syncytion or something like that in the uh, in the reproductive organs. Is we can't do this this vaccine because it, uh, it's gonna actually basically attack the baby attack the as a foreign entity it's not going to recognize it mm-hmm. and uh yeah they got kicked out they got fired they got tossed yep <laughs> and, and i remember reading youtube got me shut down off of youtube finally last year that posting that video that was already on youtube i didn't add anything to it i just uploaded it and the fucking thing knocked me out it was already there sorry ashley you go oh and i was just gonna say um that, well, I actually forgot my place. Sorry. Go ahead, Stella. <laughs> That's okay. Um, I was just going to say that I remember reading very, very early in the piece when I was heavily following the, um, you know, the VARES and the, all the different countries, things, yellow card and all that. And it was it was really, really early that they knew that this stuff goes straight to the reproduction organs, mm-hmm. straight to the ovaries. There was heaps of, um, you know, we know how small the numbers were that were coming out of those adverse events things because the process of reporting was just, it was too much for these busy medical people. It wasn't even really that known about. So, yeah, it was something between 1% to 10% was meant to be representative, and I'd say probably leaning more towards 1%. So they already knew there was a massive problem with the ovaries and in, in men, the, the heart and their reproduction organs as well. So 
There's no fucking excuse <laughs> for any of it. I, I remember what I was going to say. So we have, I've had this conversation with um, maybe somebody that is watching us live right now. Um, but they knew someone who knew someone who was in a hospital environment. And there was just anecdotally, I mean, you can look at the numbers and see, but anecdotally, a ton of very bad outcomes for newborns and mothers. And then I know someone else who has worked in like emergency obstetrics. And he said to me, I, I, we don't understand why we're having to do so many more emergency hysterectomies. And I was like, okay, well, I can think of something that changed, you know, two and a half years ago. That's what is causing these problems for emergency hysterectomies, for all these weird issues, for like the placenta growing into the ovaries and, you know, all of these complications with babies. It's, it's bleak. Yeah. See that, see that big gray pachyderm standing there? Wow. Well, we got we got turbo cancers. We've got myocarditis. We've got you know clots. Come on, like, yeah. You can, it, it, it's it's almost a shame we even have to point it out. You know. Oh, so you get to deny climate change and go to jail? Cool. Yeah. Okay, Straight so who's to gonna what, who's what? gonna share a cell with me? Are we gonna go ahead and divvy it out now? Let's get this sorted out. I don't know if I want to stay. With oh, I Ando thought this was what Daniel. the camps were for. <laughs> I don't know. Hey. Daniel might be okay, but I think Ando may maybe better. I don't know. He he may be a better negotiator. I, I got to figure this Where out. Where was that from, Daniel? Ruled alternative media. Wham! I'm not a huge fan of. Oh, that. okay. I, hmm. I met him before. I mean, some of the stuff he says is a little. I, a couple of things I caught him on. I. He's kind very fear He's kind of the opposite of the truth, but that's actually a legislation they're trying to pass. So it's not news yet until they do. So again, irresponsible journalism when you start to freak people out over the same thing, you know. So it is what it is, but whatever. Hey, but actually, yeah, maybe that's the legislation they're trying to pass in the UK right now. That's the threat. I, yeah, good to mm -hmm. know. Ashley, is this is this worth uh, playing here? What do you think? Oh, I did not watch the video. Is it from New York Post about the yeah. gut? Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's see it. Hey, Mike, while you're at it, uh, somebody in the comments, yeah. um, let's see, uh, it says uh, Stuart in the comment, the comment says, Dr. Hazen has observed gut biome pre and post prick results uh, are very significant, like 90% oh, wow. reduction. So if you can find uh, any of Dr. Hazen's videos, I think that that might be interesting too. That right is probably the lady that I was talking about. Thank you, Stu. So now we have to worry about pricks hey, and things. God damn it. I'll do, I'll, I'll do a <laughs> little. <in> the same. <laughs> I don't worry about all the pricks. <laughs> I'll do a little uh, searching and while, while this plays here. Is it no volume? Hang on. There we go. Okay. I can read this. Oh. Yeah. Is this, Does it need to be a read? It's a reedy thing. Uh, it's a reedy thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, oh, sorry. Fuck. Fuck this. Yeah, that's all right. But basically, I, th I think it's a, I think it's a an AI video. Yeah, AI video. But it's New York Post, and I think it's like sarcastic, basically saying like like don't follow your gut. Like I think it's sarcasm. I'm not sure. What do you think? No, it's it's legit. But it, really? but they're making fun of stuff in a sarcastic way. They even have the birds aren't real stuff that everybody knows is not anything that anybody actually believes. But yeah. <laughs> Uh, although there has been, uh, they have been trying to reanimate bird corpses with cybernetics in order to spy on us. Mm -hmm. That that's Which, really true. 
which by the way was a conspiracy that somehow became real go figure yeah, but they figured out they didn't actually need the birds because it was much easier to tap into the central nervous system of an insect and control it. Yeah, I saw they have the dragonflies and the cockroaches mm-hmm. successfully. Yep. Mosquitoes and stuff, yeah. Yeah, well, the mosquitoes I haven't seen. I think the mosquitoes are 100%. Um, I think Still they're 100% nanotech. But yeah. the the merging of the biological and the electromechanical is definitely in the um cockroaches and the dragonflies now so very interesting i think dragonflies are really intelligent or are they, they are. just bot are they bots around here <laughs> no have you have you seen some of the studies on them and that you know another no, i haven't uh, but I, I observe them a lot in nature and i see how they always land in exactly the same spot they come back in exactly the same spot they'll even you know they're even known to put their legs in the exact same spot mm-hmm. if you disturb them on the branch or whatever else that you disturb them from it's yeah, pretty damn incredible it. it's like wow. well, that, i actually put a I put a dragonfly in one of my videos um time it was and that was the only way i could get the dragonfly landing was because i sat there and observed it for a while and i thought oh, hang on this dude is landing in the same spot every time so i was able to set the camera up and and get it that way so yeah from that day i've sort of observed that over and over again They say the second most intelligent insect is a jumping spider. Mm -hmm. Jumping spiders actually dream. And (laughs) they can actually plan. How do they measure that? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) No, a little tiny microchip in the spider. They they actually did. I think they actually put a microchip on it. That's how they figured out it was dreaming. Jesus Christ. It's wild. So so the insects sleep now, dude. That's a Mm -hmm. new thing. thought they were like sharks. Oh, I was gonna say dragonflies are. That's kind of disappointing and sad because, like, I grew up by a pond, and I, I was, I, I wasn't raised by dragonflies, but I was raised near a bunch of them. <laughs> so, yeah, you're raised things. by I wolves. We know that. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Like most Dance people from Italian. upstate New York. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, did we find the thing? I was looking. Um, the thing, he, man. The thing I was yeah, looking, was thing, you know, Stuart, Stuart, you know, McLean, the thing, the thing in the, the comments. Hey, I, it's the I, thing, I, hey. I, hey, I'm working on it here. Hey, come on. Walk, got the <laughs> thing you got to do. Hey. Yeah. hey, I'm putting a couple of links in our private chat. So one is her website. Okay. And then I found a YouTube or um like a TikTok video of her. I think it's, you know, I haven't watched it. So I'm not, not guaranteeing it's about gut health. But I'm putting them right here in the chat. Um, while we do that, Mike, I was thinking. Oh, good. Yeah. What's I up? was just thinking you said that you can't play stuff off Telegram or what have you. Can't you just sort of put Telegram on the screen and play it that way? Yeah, I, not it doesn't it doesn't come through with audio. I can I can share my screen, but the only way that works with audio is if it's on my browser. I don't know why. That's a good shit. Yeah. You could do oh, it with OBS. Okay. Oh, I only, did I say I that? only look at Telegram on my browser, so that, that's why I didn't really understand. I got it. I get it. Mm. If he so had OBS, if, he could do it. Push him. OBS, get it. Get it. Get get OBS, Mike. Come on. Okay. Um, right. By the way, y'all, it's been about an hour now, and now finally I'm, I'm getting the gut feel. 
uh, just Ooh. after almost an hour of it. Yeah, it, it's it's an uncomfortable like bubble guts kind of feeling, like you just got socked in the belly. Um, I I've, I will probably start my my uh, after eating something extremely hot uh, ritual of eating yogurt. And that Marcus, out of vinegar. Which end uh, is I it don't going have any in? Of that. that see that that's the concern, <laughs> you know, because like my mouth can take it, but my mouth writes checks, my butt can't cash, so. <laughs> So yeah, I'm going to, going to eat, you know, I'm going to have a smoothie with lots of yogurt in it and it'll be amazing. And, uh, yeah, just letting you all know, um, in 30 I've seconds, had... it'll be an hour. I haven't drank anything I've smoked, that, but I, I don't that's... think that counts. Does it? No, no the most no. accurate and most horrible way to find out if you have an ulcer is to have one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll check back in five minutes. <laughs> oh my. And, oh, I, I commend you, man. I commend you. You saw it. Hey, you saw it here first. This was, <laughs> it yeah. was easy, y'all. I, I yeah. trust me. This one was the easiest one I've ever done. So the kid, the kid was not killed by the chip. You found it I here. Have, yeah. I have a 16 million Scoville heat unit, which is the highest you can get. So I don't even know how that's pure, but apparently a piece of gum that it's. Uh, I haven't, I haven't touched it yet, but that's on Ooh. the, it's on the pocket. It's my probably my last video I'll ever make too. Uh, I won't do that because I hate gum. Gum, like I get like a real skin crawl feeling just thinking about gum. So I'm gonna stop thinking about it now. I took I took a walk through the little local the, the university here, Southern Cross University. It's an excellent university, actually, one of the best in the Southern Hemisphere. There's not many. Uh, anyway, the local gardens here that you can walk through, and they encourage you to look at you know, what there is, and I don't think they encourage you to pick things, but, you know, people do. Um, you got finger limes and all sorts of things, and they, they had this little bush that was in fruit when me and my mother went through, and um, they just looked like little yellow capsicums, beautiful little things. So I took a couple because I thought, oh, I'm going to take a couple of these seeds. There was plenty there. And um, I got home, and I thought, I'm just going to try a little bit of this, and and just basically bit into the bottom of one, thinking it was a nice little yellow capsicum. Turned out it was a thing called devil's tongue. <laughs> I have never been in a situation like that ever before. It was incredible. And even on the table where I, I had just placed them and not even cut them or anything, just put them on the table. And later on, I didn't clean the table when I picked them up. Later on, mum put her hands there and then she wiped her eye. And just from that, it, her eye started like burning. It was the most incredible thing. So don't be fooled and don't ever bite into something that you don't know what it is. Wow. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> I see it is. Devil's tongue. Yeah, don't bite into it if you don't know what it is. Good advice. I'd that was say. a clue. All, Devil's all tongue. around. Yeah. Wow. Missed that. Yeah, uh, the oils don't really come off when you wash your hands, too. So if you're not, and they, for some reason, come through the gloves. I don't know how that happens, but. It sure does. You know, yeah. I, you know, I always I always find out later when I'm, because I'm washing the, the equipment. So it gets steamed up in the air and then it settles on you. You go to take a shower and your arms light on fire, your neck, stuff like that. Or God forbid you have to go pee and now your shaft is on fire. That's all wonderful stuff. Good times. We used to do that oh, yeah, to people on purpose. <laughs> we would pass around a container of Dave's insanity sauce that had a bunch of it around the perimeter. 
Oh, we all kind of knew where to touch it, but we'd hand it to new people that would visit the shop for our barbecues and stuff. And it was always great to see later on when they had to go around the building to go pee because we didn't have a bathroom. <laughs> Whatever you do. Back. So how do you feel? Oh, I feel great. <laughs> um, uh, hot, but, hot. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. By the way, whatever you do, don't touch your jab side. Just make sure not to do that. Yeah, yes. we were just talking about it. No, 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 uh, <laughs> okay. no happy, Mr. Happy to uh, finger action after that. You basically got to pee, you open it up, and just hang it out. <laughs> just let it's it like, in the breeze. It's kind of like fire ants. You don't want to let them get to your tenders, as a yes. wise Texan one, once told me. Um, <laughs> Although I so, heard there's a euphoria. I knew a guy who got bit by fire ants really bad uh, when we were in California at uh, Fort Ord. And uh, he said it was kind of euphoric. He got the shit bit out of him, but he might he also it was kind of interesting. Okay, if we're, I, if we're going here. I get euphoria going, from bees. Well, yeah, there's there's that too. Really? Yeah. Okay, actually, actually, I think there might be something here. Um, so, like, the benefit of discomfort if you will, right? Now, I'm going to give an extreme example because I don't think this is like when it goes too far. But I remember um watching this this show called Talk Sex with Sue. I don't know if any of you remember this. <laughs> yes. She was she an older lady she like was an old lady quite, and it was yeah. super late night show where you Dr. could Ruth. call you could call <laughs> in and ask Sue questions about sex. Okay. And I remember this so vividly. I was at like a, I was, I was at a sleepover, right? Me and my homies, we thought it was hilarious. We'd watch this show. And, and so this guy calls in and he says, you know, me and my girl went to the hot wing joint the other night, right? Maybe a month ago. And she had all this, all this hot sauce on her hands. And we went out in the truck and she gave you know, she gave me a handy, right? And it burned, but I kind of liked it. <laughs> okay. And then he, he goes on basically to say that, you know, now I can't get off without it. Oh, man. <laughs> he never had extract on his genitals. Oh, man. And <laughs> Sue, Sue had to cut to commercial because she had to, con she had to consult with her doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and she and she did not recommend it. <laughs> they say that uh, you know, using a spicy pepper if your uh, if your doctors are retarded and tell you that your expecting day is a certain day in its past, you can possibly induce with a uh, spicy pepper in that area. Dude, there's uh, there's a I've heard about a lot of different herbs that um, can induce or even like abort. Like there's there's all kinds of um, indigenous knowledge of how to oh, how herbs, to, yeah, dude, yeah, dude. how to manage how to manage a pregnancy and everything else with herbs. Yeah. That is actually honestly tied into some of the truth stuff about alchemy that's been lost, like or been pushed out of our history on purpose so that we don't know. Uh, there's a lot of kinds, all kind like the what was it the mangrove? Yeah. The Thanks, Rockefeller. Mandrake. Um, Mandrake is a weird thing too. I think uh, Penny Royalty has an abortative, and that was one of the reasons why uh, Nirvana used made that song. 
Yes, Rockefeller made sure that he uh, yeah, washed all that stuff. The life that's inside of me, right? So that means, yeah. Oh boy. Creepy. <laughs> wow. So we have we have covered some interesting shit here. Okay, like right, we covered what silica, we covered uh, nicotine, we covered before that even I, I forget, but. What like we're running the gamut here, y'all, and I love it. Like once again, I think this this forum is ahead of the curve. You know, it only takes two minutes to flatten the curve here. <laughs> you don't need fourteen days or three years. It's By the fun. way, y'all, this this smoothie will flatten the curve if um if you're ever trying <laughs> to solve the burn problem. You deserve it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I earned it. You did. I put I put in the description. You might have to God bless you, movie. There's a link to the video where I eat the tube of terror. It's not what. That's not gay. That's actually peanuts. So. <laughs> <laughs> and and the other one is uh, the one chip challenge from last year that I did. And cool. There's a little rumble links in there. And then I put one in about uh, Dr. Monzo talking about whole food vitamin C and copper and how it relates to hot sauce. If you guys want to, because I'm going you guys close this out, that you'll probably lose the private chat. So if you guys want to grab this. Yeah, yeah. Open the tab yes. now. Um, there's yeah, a Devil's yeah. Tongue link there too, Daniel, if, if you're interested in that. It comes from Pennsylvania. Uh, oh, yeah. I see it right here. The Health yeah. Mag one. I just yeah. thought you might be interested in case you uh, yeah. want to cool. make yeah. a source. <laughs> nice. Oh, boy. I think I, I, think, I, wanna, wow. I think I want to uh, watch you eat this chip. <laughs> I was hoping you would say that, Mike. <laughs> 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 okay here we go oh boy so this is all covered in a food color which i'm not really too fond of unless it's natural which i doubt so, <laughs> today with awesome farah she's gonna watch me eat the one chip challenge here today and she's gonna be standing by she's my camera girl she's my assistant and she's also my awesome daughter. Mm, those yeah. sources look beautiful. Hey, Farrah. Hey. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> you ready? Wait, 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 go a little closer. Hi. Hey. Hi, I love you. I got to say, rad dad, rad dad right here. Yeah, love the shirt. <laughs> yeah, he's got the pepper shirt. He's got the sauce. He's telling how you know he loves his daughter. This is a rad dad. <laughs> Agreed. It's one hot man. Hot sauce. We got a large variety of hot sauces, 35 in total. This is just a display of a few of them. This lava here is a keto-friendly hot sauce. You can, you can skip past no this. Carbs, this is a, no sugar. No. And most of my sauces don't have sugar. Oh, if you're looking at the corner, though, my daughter starts opening up the package. And I have yeah. to tell her, I had to cut this out of the video. I'm like, Farrah, don't touch it. She started opening up the chip. I'm like, Farrah, don't touch your face. Oh. Don't touch it. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Uh, here we go. I have, well, my internet might be giving us the fits here. Hang on. Okay. Wow. Nailed it. Oh, no gloves. Okay. Brave. <laughs> An appropriate soundtrack. Now it says wait as long as you can. 
for applying first aid, which would be limes, yogurt, have some coconut milk. Oh, oh, oh! Oh, oh! Here we go. Oh. Oh no. Not the hiccups. And I grabbed the vape pen. Uh, <laughs> what the hell was I thinking? How do you gotta do? Oh my god. Oh no. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> was that a really quick vape then, was it? Yeah. I didn't want to see the pen by one to blow smoke because it was spicy, but oh. it, it didn't come out. I'm not, I'm not an expert on that. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> so are these, hiccup these hiccups are totally oh. legitimate? Yeah. The sun oh, being yeah. blazing hot, 103 degrees today does not help. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Jesus, love. <laughs> Calling for help? No, I don't know what the hell I was doing. That, honestly, <laughs> you're like, <laughs> you need a story. Anyway. Did or did you just story? take yeah. a? Did you just <laughs> take a, a selfie? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Ah! 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 Making like a bull. That's so funny. Maybe not. <laughs> okay, I got to pause. You put so. the lime and the coconut, and you mix them both up. Yeah. Dude, Endo, you, you took it way better than I did. No yeah. kidding, man. No kidding. Uh, last Boy. year, I just sent the video in the chat of last year, uh, and yeah, uh, yeah, I definitely did. I, that never happened. But last year was a lot more hardcore than this year. Last year... It, it all just kind of hung out in my chest for like and uh, like a good amount of the time. I want to say at least twenty minutes. It was like it 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 was every fluid in my chest felt like, like it was on fire. So, um, yeah, this year's easier uh, and definitely didn't hurt that kid. Yeah. Well, Daniel's still here and Ando's still here, so I'm thinking that story's bullshit. But um, <laughs> I, so okay. One more time, Daniel. It's Semper Fry, right? Yeah, S E M P E R. Like 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 the Marines, except instead of five for Fidelis, it's Fry because it's hot sauce. Right, right. So were you? Were no, you? Okay, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Should we watch the rest? I mean, I've actually got sympathetic hiccups now. Damn it! <laughs> like my stomach's all wackadoodles boy i mean it's it's pretty funny i'm not gonna lie what's your one chip challenge look like how did you handle it oh it's semper fry llc el pepper logo yes. in old town san diego that's where i got mine and that's where you can find our full lineup of awesome hot sauce and that's oh, trouble bubble that's that i think i just nailed this thing i was talking oh. about yeah Oh my God. Man, I can't even hardly uh, watch this. 
I'm like sweating over here. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like I'm a little bit jittery and shit. Oh my God. If you saw the thumbnail, it's the guy from, uh, it's, it's Elias yeah. from, uh, platoon with his hands oh, up in the air right. like this in this death scene <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome alright nice man Whew. nice well I was hoping to see more of that from Ando to be honest I'm disappointed yeah. <laughs> it was a little melodramatic <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I got pretty lightly I think he cheated because Ma, because I cheated. handled it better yeah 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 exactly I, I wanted I wanted drama. I don't know. How did, uh, hey, maybe <laughs> maybe the, the cigarette. It could have been the cigarette is cheating. I don't know. It's up to y'all. Well, you know what? There may There is something to that because if you have nicotine in your system, it is an anti-inflammatory. Uh -huh. So, uh -huh. hey. Well, I, I didn't drink water for an hour. Y'all saw me. Um, I, yeah. I only lost, lost Wi-Fi for a second. I definitely didn't do anything during that time. <laughs> But I mean, you can decide if you believe I'm honest or not. I no, no, I got you, man. I saw you do it. No, but it was an interesting honest. experiment, and it could be related to nicotine uh, consumption. So, mm. what that'd be fuck, interesting man. test. Hell yeah! Can I just say while we're sort of on the subject, um, Rob was just saying he had sympathy hiccups or whatever. It just made it reminded me of um, how psychopaths are. Basically immune to contagious yawning. Yeah. And sneezing. Oh, because that's sympathetic, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I What's guess. I don't really know why. why? Wow. I mean, I can, I can make... Oh, I used to. When my dog was alive, I could make her yawn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> but so um, so on YouTube, he makes, his, he makes his prairie dog yawn. He messes um, with I think it. And then it woohoos whenever it, he, he makes it yawn, it gets mad and like runs up to him. <laughs> <laughs> like, stop it. Put, puts its paws on his face. <laughs> I'll see if I can find that video. It's pretty cute. Yeah. So, sociopaths or psychopaths or whatever, they're really good at understanding other people. So, they know how to fake emotion. And so, they, and they're also really good at ma in making other people feel things that they shouldn't. So. Um, but oddly yeah. enough, they can't feel a goddamn thing. Sociopaths, right? It's part of their game. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. part of their part of their their tangled web that they weave. You know, before they mm. drain you of everything possible. <laughs> I met her before. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want to bring up that you sound like you're speaking from experience because I thought that might be a tender subject. Let's move on. <laughs> Well, I, I did have one thing if we actually are moving on, if we're not, forgive me, but it is September Please. the 10th. September yes, it the 10th. is. It's September yes, it the 11th here. Mm. Yeah. That's you right. to be first on everything, aren't you? But I'm not going to say happy September 11th because that doesn't seem appropriate. Mm. Nah. She's well, a time it's, traveler. It's Butter's birthday from South it's, my, it's my sister's. It's my sister's birthday, bro. We're celebrating. Oh no birthday. way! Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a was... South Park scene where where Butters gets a present at his door, and he's like, "But my birthday is not till September 11th," and it's just so <laughs> funny because Butters, you know, everything sucks. Yeah, that yeah. happens to him. <laughs> yeah, well, we but we've got the we've got the family curse, man. I was born on the day that Waco burned. I think we my got another person in the chat room, guys. Is that what oh, you're yeah. saying? Is that Fido? We got Fido here. Yeah, yeah. Fido. Fido oh, yeah. Hell yeah! What up, Fido? Hey, Fido. Hey. 
How are we doing? Hey, how you doing? Once, once again, we are one short of a Brady Bunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How's your right husband on time. doing? He's doing good. Uh, not great. Um, I was gonna say he's doing good. No, he's not doing good. He's doing terrible, actually. Um, he's been battling fever all day. It spiked up again to 103 about an hour Oof. ago, and it's Oof. down to 101 now. Um, he's miserable, poor thing. Um, we're just waiting on surgery, which is probably going to happen tomorrow. Okay. Good thing Hopefully he doesn't have any help. brain cells anymore. That could be oh really goodness. dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really feels, I think he really feels like they're being cooked out of his head. He's got a terrible, terrible headache right now. And we've got an ice pack on his head and trying to get everything to calm down. Mm. And so at what, just... at what point does he need an ice bath? Like legitimately or, uh, I don't, I mean, it probably wouldn't hurt to put him in one now, but I don't yeah, know that they've got too. a tub big enough for one. Um, but we're doing Tylenol and uh, they're giving him morphine for his pain because he's got like um, severe uh, body aches all over mm. and especially like his back. And that's one of the symptoms of the infection that he has is like severe um, body aches, like like a hundred times worse than what you would get with the flu. So if you've ever had the flu, um, you have those terrible body aches. Yes. Hmm. Now multiply that by a hundred and that's about what you got. I had meningitis and basic and it was horrible. Oh my God. They were debating if they were going to let the pressure out of my spine. That's where we were with it. Yeah. So I I understand what that might be like. It was pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. So yikes. We're, we're managing for now. So. We got him on all the meds for nausea, headache, and fever. So he's just getting everything thrown at him right now. Well, it's really, it's nice to see you. And we're all thinking about you. Yes. Certainly sending out our prayers. And, um, you know, I, I'm not trying to rush this thing to a close, except that my, my computer is on the verge of death. Um, (laughs) And I don't know. I mean, I can I can say an early goodbye. You guys can close without me, or we could just wrap her up. Um, you know, we, we have about maybe five, ten minutes of battery. So like I'm basically tempted to just say, let's go around and share any like final thoughts, uh, plugs, all that stuff, unless I hear any objections. Oh, good with me. It's a forum after all. This is you know. Not a democracy, if but it's you know we're we're operating on some level of consensus here. So, anyways, um, I guess I'll start. I'll just say, Mike the Polymath, Easy Peasy Podcast. Um, if you want to buy my book or anything else, go to my website. Uh, you can find it all at easypeasy.ittybitty.tips, and I'll pass it over to Think Change Repeat. Ashley. Hey, so uh, thank you. You can find me at unionoftheunknowns.com and at unionunknowns on Twitter. Daniel. Uh, hi. What? <laughs> <I'm just> <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm on Rumble. It's Ballbusters with a little accent mark. So B A A L B U S T E R S. I'm on other places, but that's you can find the podcast too, pretty much everywhere. But uh, yeah, so Rumble, and then if you're into the hot sauce, it's Semper, S-E-M-P-E-R-F-R-Y-L-L-C.com. And the book, my book's coming out soon, hopefully. Awesome. Tell us about it. What, you know, it's called, it uh, it's called Priestcraft Beyond Babylon, and it ties in a lot of uh, the Mystery Babylon series of Bill Cooper and a bunch of other stuff talking about how 
these things haven't changed or left our society or our world. They've just morphed into new things and they're still doing the same shit they did before. So how to identify is by the pattern recognition, historical recognition of what they've done before so you can identify who's doing it now. Mm. 100%. Absolutely agree with you. Yeah, just very quickly, are you familiar with Archaix? Jason Brishiers? I know who he is. Okay, we'll talk about that later. All right, well, um, <laughs> Stella Q here from Australia. Um, pretty much, yeah, Union of the Unknowns here mostly. Um, occasionally other places, but anyway. Over to you, Rob. Hey, it's your crazy Uncle Rob here at the Black Labs Podcast. I am <laughs> on Spotify, um, Telegram. If you're cool enough, I'll let you on there, but I only let the cool kids on. Nanny, nanny, boo-boo. Stick it in your woo-woo. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, I had my uh, student loans recently um, expunged slash forgiven, which has been kind of interesting. Uh, Biden, no, that wasn't enough. You need to pay me a lot more to pay me off. So I don't want to kick you in your pedo dick. Um, that's not going to stop me, but I appreciate it anyways. So thanks a lot for that. And uh, uh, we do a show sometimes. You can check it out. And uh, usually I'm not as crazy as I was earlier today, but the whole unconstitutional gun ban thing kind of got me hot. And uh, it's a deep shit. yeah, Satan is in deep shit, hopefully in the next uh, few weeks. That's what I'm hoping. And by Satan, I mean, uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham. I see it is Satan. And uh, that's it. I'm out. <laughs> well, Rob, Rob, everybody, everybody needs a crazy uncle and we're, Definitely glad to have you. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> and let's go to the Drizz. Uh, I am the Drizzle host of GTW Liberty Radio, and uh, I'm really high right now. So I'm just going to say go to manufacturingreality.org, and you can find pretty much everything there. I get drugs free. So I'm, I'm Ando. <laughs> <laughs> burn Babylon burn in the doom kitchen. You can find all that. If you follow this little link tree, Liberty links io slash the doom kitchen, or email me at the doom kitchen at protonmail.com. Phytophiliac, how do people find your music? Uh, you can actually go back to Bandcamp. I did start putting it back up there. So it is there. Phytophiliac.bandcamp.com. Um, you can also find me on Spotify and all the other major streaming platforms. Um, I do have a new album coming soon, so you want to kind of keep an eye out on uh, the platforms because it'll it'll be it'll go there first. Um, you can also find me on uh, the app formerly known as Twitter. Uh, that powers lady is my handle, and I'm also trying to re reignite my uh, Instagram. Um, back i just it's been it's been so much going on here lately i haven't really done much with it but i'm gonna start doing that one again trying to get in in um in preparation for the album release that my handle there is phytophiliac 2021 i dig that right on well y'all it's been another great forum can't hear you mike oh no He's going I'm just down. Say, can you hear me? Can you yes, hear me? There you go. You're now. back. <laughs> everybody, everybody, say a prayer for Fido's husband. Um, yep. As Stella and I discovered, the power of prayer is real. So, uh, yeah, it, every little bit helps. And thank you I again. It. Thank you very much. Just put it into God's hands. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. Amen. Thanks again, y'all. We will talk to you soon.